across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Talk Radio. Very exciting. Dean from Jan and Dean is coming on the show in a few minutes. And I don't know which song to start with. There's too many songs. I will make a decision during the news. 08444991000. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Comes that popsicle man. Buy one for me and one for my chick. A lot of good eating on a popsicle stick. But if you wanna keep cool, it does a trick. And it comes on a stick. Some people buy popsicles just for kicks But me and my baby, we save the sticks To keep brother and sisters quiet as a mouse We give them popsicle sticks to build a popsicle house But if you wanna keep cool, it doesn't trick And it comes on a stick This record on doing this all right guys calm down there are moments doing this stupid job where um you know i i, ha- I should be paying my bosses for the privilege of of you know so, sometimes this is hard work and sometimes this is a dos and sometimes it's an absolute thrill i cannot tell you how excited i am about the guest tonight if you, you can hear me because i'm a little bit breathless partly because i was singing along to that and partly because i'm flipping nervous because the person we've got on tonight is an absolute legend and was as as a fan of 60s music and particularly the beach boys and those kind of groups that were in their um their sphere i was a hu- 13 14 15 16 i was a huge fan of jan and dean and what a thrill it is to say We've got Dean Torrance on the line. Good evening, Dean. 
Good evening to you, actually, but it's not evening here. Oh, what, what we time is it? we got a beautiful it? day here in Surf City, uh, <laughs> 73 degrees, nice ocean breeze going. It's pretty nice. All right, man. You show off about it in your songs. You don't need to show yeah. off about it in the interviews as well, do you? Well, why not? <laughs> I mean, you're living it. You may as well talk about it. <laughs> Dean, and it, that sure is a, that is really a silly song that you just played. Oh, it's ridiculous, but but Isn't but wonderful. <laughs> I know it, it. It made me smile too. It's um. It, it, there are so many Jan and Dean songs I could have played, and I've got a couple of slightly more obscure ones lined up that I might dip into as as, as we chat. Um. Jan and Dean was, it was a strange act because you kind of had, well, several different careers, didn't you? You, you, you were big in the fifties, um, as this, this clean cut, you know, blonde, tall, good looking duo singing, um, you know, kind of cute pop songs. Do up, do up mostly. Yeah. Uh, and it, that was, uh, kind of, uh, um, it, it was the, you know, the Frankie Avalons of, of the world. Uh, so we were kind of th- those kind of guys and pop stars. But it wasn't, uh, you know, and then along came the surfing thing and the whole thing changed. So being a teen idol was how one would start out. I guess that's what you're supposed to do. And uh, then we found kind of the Southern California beach culture, and it was a whole kind of a whole new thing. So and and lucky because yeah. a lot a lot of the acts that you were, were kind of you know you were playing with in the fifties, they never got that second wind, did they? And and they they disappeared into the history books. Yeah, we were we were very blessed. Uh, well, I, and, and you did mention the Beach Boys. Our our paths crossed with the Beach Boys, and from that moment on, it was it was totally a different direction. Well, thank God. I mean, but we realized that that's that was the direction we wanted to go in the beginning. Yeah, uh, we had started out as kind of a boys band, I guess you would call it in today's parlance, I guess, but. Uh, you know, we wanted to be in a group. I, I signed on to do the falsetto parts. I didn't sign on to be, a, you know, Teen Idol singing a lead, a lead on a song. I wanted to sing harmony parts, and so did Jan. And, and we never meant to be a duo, but all of a sudden we were a duo, like it or not. But once we met the Beach Boys, we realized that we could do all of our own vocal parts and. And be in a group, even though it was us being the group. I am. Um, I'm just. I've and got, sometimes they would participate. Well, I was about to well. say. I've, 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 I'm reading Mike Love's autobiography, and we will we'll get to your book in a bit. Surf City, the Jan and Dean story, which comes out soon. But I'm reading Mike Love's autobiography, and I know that you're you're, you're good friends with Mike. And it, uh, it, the way he tells the story of you meeting is that weird kind of thing in the '60s that seems incredible now. But bands, bands like the Beach Boys, the Beatles did it. When they turned up to do shows, not only would they play their songs, but they'd also have to back, you know, other acts as well. And, and they of backed course. you at a gig. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we did not have a, a, a backup band, per se, because we were full-time college students. And I, I haven't seen Mike's book, so I don't know how much detail he put into it. Um, but uh, we, we used... Studio musicians. As a matter of fact, that uh, that popsicle song that you put just played, 
there's some great little guitar stuff in there. That was uh, all Glenn Campbell. Uh, we didn't have time to put together a band, so being school five days a week, so we just used the best guys in the United States and maybe even in the world to, you know, cut your tracks for you. So uh, whenever we do a live show, either we had studio guys, if they weren't working, and or whoever bought us for that particular evening, yeah. part of the deal was you had to hire another group that was self-contained and that started to be the self-contained group was the Beach Boys. They were our backup band. <laughs> I think that's Which the... was perfect. I mean, we wanted to sing harmony parts with other people yeah. on stage. And being just Jan and Dean, we didn't have any vocalists. But now we had a backup band that, that were terrific vocalists yeah. and very creative. And we got along. And so why not? We We finally did get to be in that vocal group we always wanted to be in and you had i I think i've got this right um the only number one surf song in the united states the beach boys didn't have a number one about surfing i don't think i think you're right they did later get a number one called barbara ann which was which again was my idea and then i sang lead on so even when they got a number one song, I got to I got to be the lead singer. <laughs> how did that? How did that? Because I well, I I, I can't, I'm I'm asking how did it happen. I know exactly how it happened. But for the listeners, you, you do what a lot of people don't realize, and we we mentioned it on the show this week, is that it is you singing the lead, the falsetto on the Beach Boys hit Barbara Ann. Again, unthinkable now that uh, you know a singer would just wander into a session and uncredited. Just sing the, just toss off the lead vocal, and it, and it did take about ten minutes, didn't it? Wasn't it one or two takes? Um, it was three takes, and yeah, it was something a little over ten minutes. Uh, I, I think, uh, matter of fact, I know uh, they just released the party uh, album that that was featured on. Yeah, it's the fifty year anniversary of of the Beach Boys party album, wow. and they put all three takes of of Barbara Ann, and on two takes, I'm not singing the falsetto, because I thought, you know, Brian's going to sing it, because yeah. he's got a great falsetto. I'll just sing background parts with my buddies, so we're having fun singing the background parts and and kidding each other and having, and I have an absolute great afternoon in the studio, and then Brian decides he wants me to sing along with him. And then there's a little argument between the background guys wanted me to stay with them. I didn't care, you know, I just was having a good time. And But if Brian, he was the lead dude, you know, yeah. if he said, if he says he wants me to sing along with him, I guess I got to do that. <laughs> so I did, thinking, you know, this song's just going to be buried on an on a LP anyway, yeah. who cares? But it was a lot of fun to sing, and I think that's what really made that record as popular as was. Not necessarily the song. I mean, the song's, you know, nothing special. Yes. But I think think the listener could tell that honestly does sound like a bunch of guys absolutely enjoying the moment and uh, being together and singing some dopey rock and roll song. (laughs) Speaking of some guys having fun and singing dopey rock and roll songs, when I was 15, I was obsessed with one of your albums. 
Can I just play you a little bit from this? Because this has got to be one of the weirdest... <laughs> I think you know where I'm going. One I think of, I know. One of the weirdest... One of my favourite things. I, I loved course. it. I loved it. Let me play a bit and then we'll talk about it. Here we go. Oh, no, hang on. I've got the wrong blooming bit. Look at me. I, I was trying to be all cool. Um, I'm trying... Oh, oh it's, it's in the right direction. It's in the, it's the right... I'm tr- basically, it's, it's Jan and Dean meet Batman, which has got to be one of the most nuts songs, uh, nuts albums of all time. It's a concept album before concept albums. Um, exactly. About you guys hanging out with, ba- with Batman. And it's brilliant. It's brilliant. How, did, how the heck did that come about, Dean? I loved concept stuff. It always bothered me when there was no concept, when you were just doing one-offs. Yeah. So if you're going to do an LP, in my mind, it should be all about the same subject matter. You know, so you have some continuity between the songs, and you you have a theme going. Um, And Batman, we, we just, we had seen some of the... Uh, some of the footage of what that show was going to be about, yeah. and we could tell that it was going to be one of those uh, very kind of a pop art thing, which uh, and and it was going to have comedy. We loved putting comedy into our most everything we did, and we thought, why not do a spoof? We figured it's all visual. It's going to be on TV. Let's do the musical part of it. So we were doing kind of a, uh, <laughs> I just thought of it that way, too. It was a Batman musical. Yeah, yeah. It was what it was with skits. And we had so much fun writing those skits. And I think I did most all the, um, I think I did most all the voices. All Here we the, go. Here's a bit. Here we go, dude. Hang on a second. Let me play this. It's hard to get a, 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 a physical copy, but it's on iTunes, and it's just nuts, man. The bit I was trying to play earlier, I love it. It's so funny. It's I think it's it's you and Jan as a couple of cops, and um, you're talking to your deputies, and they're all kids. They're all like about eight or nine years old, and you say, "Okay, deputies, what do we need here?" And they're going, "We need uh, the we need Jan and Dean." And then one of them goes, "No, we need the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys? No, those guys don't know anything. <laughs> it's just so delicious." <laughs> Those were uh, those were uh, the kids of of I think our, our engineers in the studio. Right. They brought their kids because their kids were interested in Batman and all that. So the kids showed up, and then we thought, let's put the kids to work. <laughs> Got it. And so they got to be <laughs> in the skit because the skit was just a lot of it was just. Oh, you know, it was just off the cuff. Oh, it's man. goofy and it's delicious. We wrote delicious. some of it down, I think. Right, okay. But it, again, it was so much fun. Um, what was what was Jan like to work with? I've read various accounts that he was he was determined and focused, maybe a little harsh yeah. sometimes. Um, you knew him better than anyone else. What was he like? Oh, I dug him. 
I, I we got along from the minute we met, and you know, which was on a sports team, so it had nothing to do with music. Yeah. <clears throat> then we just kind of discovered our mutual uh, affection for music, and it just went from playing football right into doing music together. And I, you know, I I don't ever remember being pissed off or unhappy or anything. We got a good eight years out of it before he had his uh, tragic uh, automobile accident. But up until that point, we were roommates. He let me, he gave me a real nice room off of a pool and a big Bel Air house that he bought. And, um, you know, I was, I, I, I didn't know it at the time. I mean, I guess I just kind of expected it. But in retrospect, I looked back and thought there are, very few musicians that all got along, mm. and certainly guys that would buy a house and invite their bandmates to come live with them. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, he, he wrote a lot of the songs. He, he arranged a lot of the songs as well, didn't he? He was kind of the the, the boss. He produced them. He right. arranged them. He sang them. He, you know, I, I I did I did a lot of the co-writing. I didn't get credit for it all the time but i didn't really care i mean i figured these songs are going to be around for three to four months anyway yeah. and then nobody will ever hear them again so i didn't think it i didn't think it was all that necessary to get credit for everything till 30 years later then i kind of scratched my head to <laughs> yeah. hmm. <laughs> i missed out on some royalties i yeah. could have gotten it didn't matter. I didn't really care. Jan, Jan had a... It was a, a good time. Yeah. He had a great time. Uh, and you can see that from the TV clips. I love the clips where it's, it's, it's the two of you and you've got your guitar case. And then you, during the instrumental break, you flip open your guitar case, out drops a skateboard, and you um, just skate around the studio. It's just, it's just wonderful and simple and great. Um, after Jan's accident, uh, of course, which was an horrific accident, and the fact that he, you know, if anyone's seen the pictures of the car that he was in, the fact that he was even alive after that is is a miracle. Um, you still recorded some, you still tried to keep the Jan and Dean flag flying, didn't you? Well, I thought I would at least try and keep uh, keep some of the momentum we had. Um, just before his accident, and I, I really was not sure um, about what his future was going to be like. Um, early on, the doctors couldn't really tell, but they were pretty sure. I mean, he had some some very traumatic uh, head injuries, so they were pretty sure he was going to have some permanent brain damage, which he did. But sometimes you just don't know how serious it's going to be. So I kind of figured I would give it a year or so. And if it didn't look like he was going to be able to do music again, then I would just have to move on, do something else. And I didn't want to start with a new partner or any of that stuff. I just thought it was time to kind of find something else to do. Uh, the same and I'd been going to school, so I had anticipated that there was going to be an ending. So I thought, I guess this, the, is, the, this is the other way. Thing. Handwriting's on the wall. You guys, while you were massive pop stars, you guys were both still at school as well, just waiting for the day that the pop career folded. So you'd, you'd have your career exactly. to fall back on. 
we'll, we'll exactly, get, we're gonna get, that's what mom and dad told us to do. We're going to get to your alternate career in a second. Can I just play <laughs> uh, the, the Save for a Rainy Day album? I think is just... that. That's the one, that you, the album that you kind of made when Jam was recuperating. Is that right? Yeah. Let me, let me play a little bit from that. Hang on a second. No sadness Cause I'll take good care of you Don't be blue The sun will shine right on through So baby don't you worry We'll be friends now We will be just like one Having fun A running playing in the sun No one can ever hurt you Oh, come on, man. Come on. That's just stunning, Dean. As close to Paul McCartney as I could get. Now, I didn't get very close, but... Did you write that? Um, yeah, I actually wrote it for the movie we were supposed to do, but because of the accent, we didn't get to do. So it was written for the movie, and Jan uh, arranged the little string quartet section, which was very tasty. So he still had some input to it, and I, I finished it kind of after after the fact because there was no movie but the track was cut and i figured i may as well finish it and use it somehow lullaby in the rain is a song it's just oh man if you, it, it, it tugs at your heartstrings very quick because i want to talk about album covers in, in a second but you've reminded me that you two as well i mean you, you were so big and it's kind of hard because you, you had hits in the uk but I, I think the beach boys you know that they kind of overshadowed you a bit in the uk so it's, it's sometimes well, because we never came over yeah. and we understood we would have to you know, come over and at least they could actually see you. It always helped that yeah. you know, that your fans were able to see you play live, and then that really helped. But we just didn't have time. We figured we'll do it later, and later never happened. And, but you were—you you say you're going to—you were, gonna, you were uh, about to make a movie. You made a couple of TV pilots at the time. They were sort of just before the monkeys when they were looking. American TV was looking to make a TV show about a rock and roll group. You were in the, no, the we front sold, running. We sold one of those pilots. We were we were uh, scheduled to debut the same season that the uh, monkeys did. So we would have been on different different networks and probably not competed at the same hour or anything because we had already talked to their management. Their management had already talked to us. We were going to be on their show, and wow. and they would have been on our show doing little cameos and stuff. So it, that would have been a friendly rivalry, too, as well, but mm. nobody knew who they were. So we would have had a huge head start mm. because we already had a had an audience. And our, our show was actually better than theirs. It was a little bit <laughs> more clever, I think, and a lot less slapstick. Yeah. And our show was kind of heading in the direction later. I looked back at some of the notes and where we were going to go with the show, and I, I, I realized it was Saturday Night Live. Wow. We were doing parodies on other people's shows and things, and 
a lot of humor and a yeah. lot of music. Um, you did have a career to fall back on, uh, and, and you uh, became a, a very well-renowned. I, be- I think have you won a Grammy for this for, for designing album covers? Yeah, <laughs> isn't that bizarre? <laughs> it, 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 it's wonderful. Um, and <laughs> never got a Grammy for music, <laughs> and, and and I got three nominations and one Grammy for for graphic design. What was the Grammy? Which album was the gra- Which album was the Grammy for that that you designed the cover of? Well, it was called Pollution, oh. and it was a picture of a, of a of a chicken coming out of an egg with a gas mask on. Oh, come on. Now, we had to make the gas mask. You didn't have Photoshop in those days, yeah. so we actually had to do it and make a little gas mask for a chicken. <laughs> and once you put it on the chicken, it the chicken fell over, and you went, I didn't think of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a funny concept. Um, I don't think I was really embarrassed. Matter of fact, I told the art directors that that were the ones that nominated stuff uh, that even though I won it, I shouldn't have. And then I became the guy to then put together the new group of people that would nominate those things. Yeah. Because I, I didn't think it was good packaging. I mean, it was a cute picture. Yeah. It worked. As a picture, but did it do anything for the musicians that were counting on this to be their careers? Mm. It did nothing for their careers. It, I mean, the chicken got more more attention <laughs> than the group did. <laughs> and I got a Grammy, thank you. I mean, that was nice. But um, it didn't do anything for the group. So I specialized in branding. Right, okay. The whole I, you know, the way I looked at it was that cover had to tell uh, a consumer what heck was in that package. Yeah. What kind of music is it? Who are these people? And and or if the people were fairly well known, you wanted to put their pictures on the front to further their their branding and their message. Because, you know, everybody knew their maybe knew their music mm. but they didn't know the rest of the story or the personality of these people and that's what the visual part was you, for you did a couple of Not covers to put a chicken on there yeah, but a chicken well oh, you just did your um your um robin the boy wonder voice there when you say chicken thank you oh uh, yes i did <laughs> i revert back to that all the time thank you you um you did a couple uh for harry nelson oh yeah i love those well, and what, what was, I mean, because I've, I've only, here's the thing, Dean, I'm, I'm, I'm 43, I love all my, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s rock, I've only just discovered Harry Nilsson, I've read a brilliant book about him, and I've got the box set, mm. and I'm really working through it slowly, and savouring it, man alive, what a, I mean, man alive, you're right, what a talent, what a live wire, what a, you know, tragic story, but, um, I mean, you did, you did, was, have I got it right, you did, um, that, uh, new, uh, Nilsson sings Newman, and you did one other, didn't you, I think? I did most all of them. Oh, I did, did you? Um, Nielsen Schmielsen. Oh, I didn't uh, realize. I did Ariel something or other, whatever yeah. that was called. I did The Point. Uh, oh. Schmielsen, I think. Oh, I, I apologize. I didn't realize I did you did so many. No, and I even sang on a couple of them. Did you get involved? Everyone I've, I speak to who's worked with Harry Nielsen t- always says that, um, th- that Harry would pop up, uh, you know, would knock on their door on a Friday and say, do you fancy coming out for a drink? And it was best if you took your passport with <laughs> yep. you and said to your wife, I'll be back in a couple of weeks. 
That was Harry. Yeah, <laughs> luckily I wasn't married at the time, and um, I was still single. I had never been married. So I, I was in on some of those adventures. Um, really creative guy. Yeah. Probably one of the best vocalists, rock vocalists I'd ever been around. And I used to tell him that he didn't. He he, he didn't believe me that he really was that good. And I kept telling him he was, but very underrated. Great singer. Yeah. Great instincts. Uh, he also understood the visual part. That's why we got together. He understood his message. Also had a visual component to it. And uh, we spent a lot of time making sure that his full story was always told, either audioly or or, or visually. And um, that's why we really got along. And I, he was he was so great to be around. And I, I loved his music. And I'm glad you appreciate his music. Yeah, I'm 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 finding it now, and I'm I'm, I'm amazed that I've missed it. Dean, listen, I, I'm going to let you go because I could sit here. And talk to you all night. And uh, honestly, uh, you know that we on this show we only get people. We don't. Get, I know you've got a book out, but we don't get people that are just out plugging stuff. We get people that I love, and we have been trying to get to you for flipping ages, Dean Torrance. <laughs> and it's such a thrill to have you on the phone. I cannot tell you, fifteen-year-old me is dancing around with joy. Aww. So thank you. Uh, it was as much a pleasure for me too, as well. I mean, I I, I like doing this. I'm, I'm thrilled when somebody cares enough to oh man to be interested. You know, let's, so let's you get... got my number, Ian. <laughs> well, next time in California, Dean, I'm coming round. Let's give the book a plug. It's Surf City: The Jan and Dean Story. It's by you. Uh, it comes out in yeah. September. So when it when it comes out, I'm going to tweet the hell out of it, and we'll, we'll we'll plug it on the show. Oh, that'll be great. And the song I'm going to uh, and also have have your audience. Also, check out uh, on their, you know, on their computers. Uh, go to a website. Yeah. It's uh, surfcityusa.com, and that's it's the uh, website for the city that I live in, which is called Huntington Beach. Yeah. We copyrighted the name Surf City uh, years and years ago, so the name of the website Surf City USA, and people can check out and see what surf city looks like and we would love everybody that's hearing this to come visit we, we're going to do that i'll one, be your host one final well, i'm coming man i'm totally coming one final final question right uh, we talk about the nuts I, so- i'm in no hurry no, okay, okay. Okay. you might be in a hurry no, I'm not, so i just no, i could sit here and talk all night <laughs> the anaheim azusa and cucamonga sewing circle book review and timing association i think that's officially the longest song title in the world yes I'm going to I'm going to play it. How that I mean you, you, were you how the hell did you guys come up with that? Cuz it's a brilliant song. It, and it's it a is stupid brilliant. title. And, yeah, and, and <clears throat> uh Jan was and I don't think we made this point. He was pre-med. He was going he was a med student. Mm. And he was doing his pre-med uh classes at UCLA and that's a, you know one of the best schools in the United States. And he uh, he minored in music, so he did have a musical arrangement class. And in this music arrangement class, he was supposed to uh, write out a Bach chorale, which is uh, you know chorales, I yeah. guess voices. Yeah. So he he had to write this out to get a grade for something, 
And he liked it so much that he brought it to the studio. And we mixed it with, I think, I Get Around or something like that. So it's a mixture of a Bach chorale and I Get Around. And uh, he got an A for it, by the way. (laughs) Well well done. (laughs) Dean, I love you. Thank you so much for your music. And thank you so much for spending your time with me this evening. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was a pleasure, and as I said, you have the number any time. Thank you, man. Take care. Thanks a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, Dean Torrance, and this song is nuts. They wear organdy dresses and high-button shoes. They read Playboy magazine and hot rod news. There's patience proper and prudence prim. You ought to see him do the swim. Come from the They tool around town in their big grand prix, sitting in their bucket seats, shooting the breeze. You know that all week long they put up jam and preserves, but on the weekend they negotiate curves. They come from The meeting breaks up with a thunderous roar Then there's a mad, mad rush for the big oak door They run to their cars like the start at Le Mans Then they go spinning donuts in their lawns They come from Torrance from Jan and Dean. How's some of that 15-year-old me? Kiss it. Thanks for sorting that out, Kath. That was... I, I, don't, well, I'm, I don't know if you enjoyed it or not. I certainly did. What a del- Honestly, I poured over that Jan and Dean Meet Batman album. I remember buying it in Slough Records and my money from B-Jams. I was 15. And um, I, I, I listened to it and I just could not... You can't get it anywhere now. You, I've, I've just bought it on iTunes. I get the songs. I'm annoyed I muffed up that clip. Um, but the cover is just this stunning, you know, pop art 
kind of thing. What he didn't say was that originally it was all the, the, the skits all referenced actual Batman and Robin. And they were just about to release the record. And I think it's 20th Century Fox that owned the Batman TV series. And they went, um, yeah, we own those characters. Uh, you can't just like rip them off when we're about to do a massive TV show. So they had to go and re-record the whole album. It's, it's insane. You think Tommy's weird. Tommy, deaf, dumb and blind kid playing pinball. That's nothing compared to Jan and Dean meet Batman. It is insane. With that in mind, dear listener, we um, begin the show as per usual. Now, it's always odd doing a show, starting a show. Go on, put him through. Go on. Come on. I'll deal with him. I'll deal with him. Come on. Uh, Paul Akimbola's calling in and the production team are uh, pretending they can't see his name flashing up. <laughs> no, well, God, we'll sort it out. We'll sort, put him on. We'll, put, we'll sort him out. Um... Now, it's always weird doing a show uh, after you've, uh, you've had a guest, because it's kind of a bit... It's a bit um, a bit tough to kind of get the momentum going. So just call in about whatever you fancy. It's as simple as 0844 499 1000. Philip's in South Norwood. Good good evening, Philip. Oh, fantastic, Ian. Yeah, that, wasn't, that, wasn't Dean Torrance oh, masterful. Wow. And, and uh, the, the topping it off with my one of my favourite songs, the Anaheim Azua Cook Among the Sewing Circle book review and type in the Oh, only one breath! Oh, I love I it. Saw I saw you. It. You reminded me, Philip. You're, I, and I, I had to buy the song because I haven't got that one in here. I yeah. had to buy, your email popped up. And I was like, oh, I've, oh, let me get that song. And so while I was talking, I, I, yeah. I purchased oh, the song. Fantastic. And I, mean, I, I hadn't noticed the I Get Around ripoff in it. Uh huh. I didn't notice that bit before. I mean, I mean, the songs, I mean, the one about the little old lady from Pasadena. Oh. I wonder who she was based on, you know. Oh. The one that goes out on her bike, you know. Exactly. It's... I was wondering, did you know that they did um, a version of the Beatles' Norwegian Wood? Yes, I did know that on their um, Fillet of Soul album. Yeah, yeah I mean... I know. And Ride the Wild Surf always brings memories back for me because I've actually went to Hawaii and I went oh. to Waimea Bay. Um, Ride the Wild Surf is, um, it, it's kind of a great lost surf song. It's a big hit. Yes. Um, but it's got like the full on Hollywood yes. orchestration, massive orchestra yes. and stuff. And it's just epic. We'll, I don't know, we'll, we'll, we'll play it later. We'll play it later on. Cause it's, have, it's, you, have you seen the film? No, I've not seen the film. The film is, uh, is features, it features, uh, you know, Ride the Wild Surf in yeah. it. And it's mostly the uh, young teen actors of the, of the period. You know, uh, Troy Donnelly. I've or... never really seen, I don't think, any of those, you know, Frankie Avalon and Netflix yeah. Cello movies. I've never oh, seen well, I, any. I must admit that um, I, I came very early. Annette Fucinelli did a, she did a song years and years and years, well, before she, you know, became a teen, because she was a Mouseketeer. Well. She was in the Walt Disney Mouseketeers so on American say. television. Annette Funicello, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. if Annette Funicello and um, uh, young... Um, 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 Frankie uh, Avalon. No, 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 oh. I'm trying to think of... Um, Hang on. Uh, no, don't say... Don't. Sally Field. Oh, yeah. Boah. Those two young women in their early 20s. Oh, yeah. boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. You'd have yeah, to have a... Annette a, did a record. She had a group called Annette and the Afterbeats. And the what beats? Annette and the Afterbeats. Yes. They did a song... Do the Monkey's Uncle. <laughs> no, you, no, no the, the, the song is called Tall Paul. Oh. And that was her first song... And Tall Paul, see, you check that because it's quite funny. But also, something else, you mentioned about Nielsen. Yes. Kenny Everett did a Nielsen song. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's good. 
It's oh, good. Oh. It, Kenny did some stra- did some uh, songs that weren't comedy songs. Yes. There's a great one he did called A Little Train Number. Oh, yeah. Which was written by John Burt of the BBC. Flipping heck. Now we really well, are disappearing well, up what our it backsides. Was, they were doing a TV show at the time, Ian, called yes. Nice Time. Yeah. Great TV show from Granada yeah. with Jonathan Ralph. Jermaine Greer oh, and God. Kenny Everett. It sounds like a right laugh, Ryan. There's, cl- there's clips on YouTube. I won't watch it. Oh, anyway, I just thought. What I'd do you about think it. about this? Um, oh, they're, they're doing the one-offs of the old, all the old programs. Now that is interesting, Ian. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Well, I, will it though? I mean, well, I'm not going to watch it, but well, I, I do wonder. I mean, they're yeah. obviously they're obviously looking to see. They're throwing everything against yeah. the wall and seeing if anything sticks. Yeah, and I then if it does right. stick, you're they'll right. make they'll make they'll make some series out of it. Yeah, I think you're spot on. I have seen several versions of "Are You Being Served." Oh. I went to Australia, and when I was in Australia, John yes. Inman was touring out there. Yes, in a stage production of oh. "Are You Being Served," the rest of the cast. We're Australians. Here we go. Here's a funny thing, right? Um, uh, in the the seven sixties and seventies, and the eighties yeah. a bit, as well as um, quite often sitcoms will get movies made, right? We know yeah. that. We've seen the two step toe in some yeah. films. The, I think there is an Are You Being Served film, there isn't is, there? Yes. yes do do there they is. go? Don't they go on holiday or something? They do. They go to yeah. holiday. Yes. Right. And uh, and there's the, the two on the buses films and all that. But they also would quite often do stage shows. Yes. My of pa- the TV programme. Well, I can tell you, Ian, my parents went to see Heidi High at the Victoria Palace. Oh, I got them tickets yeah. for the stage show, and they came home, they were thrilled to bits because yes. the two people sitting in the front row go on stage and become part of the play. They were oh. campers. They, they were and, it was, and it was your mum and dad got to go and be in the play? They got to be in the Hey! Flipping heck! They, they came home and they were thrilled to bits. So I've never seen them so happy. Well, isn't that wonderful? Uh, what, was. Uh, what, there was also, there was, I remember there being an Aloha Lo stage play. Yeah, Wasn't there right, a, yes. I think Birds of a Feather did it as well. That I'm not sure about. Um, Here's I one. I'll tell you what I find interesting. Yeah. Is that these sitcoms in this country that went to America and became big hits. Well, not... I'm thinking of Elf Garnet, which was all in the family, which was great. Yes. There was Steptoe that became Sanford and Son with Red That Fox. wasn't a hit. That was a flop. Oh, have you seen it? No, of course oh, not. It's good. It's good. I can assure you. What it's... was the one that's, um, it's, it's Faulty Towers, oh, but yeah, it doesn't have not... Basil Faulty in it. That did not, no. And it um, had, um, Ch- I think, wasn't it Cheech out of Cheech and Chong was, was um, Manuel? I think you could be right. Man and it was B, it was, um, yeah. I think it was B. Arthur, the tall man one from the Golden Girls was Basil Fawlty. Well, B. Arthur had a series called Maud, which was a spin-off of All in the Family. And he's just going back to the um, the TV shows yeah. that were plays. Yeah. Uh, someone on Periscope is saying it, it ain't our Hotman was one. But there was also Doctor Who. Uh-huh. I think they were... John, yeah, I've John, a feeling that they were... I think they tried several... I think... John yeah, Pertwee. John Pertwee did a play as Doctor Who. Yeah, because there was the films of Doctor Who, wasn't oh, there, with... Yeah. Um, Peter Cushing. Philip, I'm going to say goodbye because we're disappearing up our own back. It's, it's two old men gassing. Oh, we're having fun, aren't we? Well, we, we are. I don't know if anyone else is. Now, Paul. Hello. Listen, Paul. Turn your radio off, first of all. Yeah. Right. You're going to phone in and tell yeah. me. I'm going to. Let's address the. Let's address the issue. You're going to phone in and tell me. You've sent me an email. Let's see what the email says. Um, kids in the 14 courts. 
Um, you, you want to do a kids magazine called Stud You Like. Right, okay. Um, th- that's what the email says. Uh, right. Uh, here's the thing, Paul, right? You're going to phone in and tell me that you want to make a load of money and buy a big house and you, you and your, is it Sean, your mate? Shane. Shane? Are going to become pop stars and then you're going to remake an old TV show and it's going to be a little bit creepy and a little bit sexually inappropriate. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think we've got the idea that that's what you're going to, that's what you want to do. And so maybe we need to take these phone calls, these conversations, of which I'm hugely grateful for, we need to take yeah. these conversations to the next level. Yeah. And, and here's my suggestion. We yeah. pretend, we pretend, right, this is what we're going to do, Paul Akinbola, and I've just worked this out now as my chair collapsed. We are going to pretend, when you call in, right, that your slightly sexually subversive TV shows are being made and they are top secret, right? And that we are no longer allowed to talk about them because if we talk about them, Paul, the government will stop them being made, okay? Yeah. So instead, we need to talk about something that's not connected in any way whatsoever with pop music, TV shows, making loads of money, swimming pools, or men in pants. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Do you understand your mission? You, yeah. Yeah, good. You are now working as a top secret undercover agent. We know you're going to be a big pop star. We know you're going to buy a TV channel. We know you're going to go back in time and, and, and create um, a, a, a weird... But we know that's going to happen, right? You and I know that, right? But we can't let anybody else know that we know that, Paul, right? Yeah. So we need to talk about stuff that is in no way connected whatsoever to to that side of, of your career and character. Um, this is a new direction for me. Yeah. That, that start, let's go back to the subject to the real time machine. Oh, back to the time machine. Okay, that's no, we're not going to go back in, in, in any way tamper with television, are we? Because we can't talk about that because that's secret. Yeah. Okay. So what are you going to do with the time machine this time? Well, the the real time machine and but but is on back burner until I have lots of lots of lots of money. Yeah, keep it on the back burner. So instead, what could we talk about that isn't time what? machine, television, um, or or nappy related? I I we I got they they mentioned that um I, I got invited to 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 you, you I got invited to I was I got invited to go. I got an invitation to come to the studio next week. Who? Who? Got invitation. Who invited you? Who invited you to the studio? Uh, you, Ian Lee, the the listeners are coming to studios. Callers. Um. I saw it on the. But where here's ah here's the question, Paul. They mentioned on the chat rooms that. Mm-hmm. How old are you, Paul? How old are you, Paul? Twenty-three. Okay. And whereabouts do you live, Paul? Stettington. Okay. Here's the situation. Everybody's invited. What can I say? 
everybody's invited but it's going to be very cold um and we haven't got any seats um and it we're in the middle of nowhere uh so it's going to be this is and this is me being serious now we are literally in the middle of it's kind of near waterloo and this is everyone is invited next friday and you know we're all god's children um but getting here and back is going to be really tough tough um i can't go anywhere because i'm on cover and wouldn't want to go anywhere okay so you can't come next week I can't come. Oh, that's a shame, man. Um, We'd have looked forward anyway, to meeting you. Anyway, we talking uh, we, from now on. We can talk about what 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 you're up to. We like what? Yeah, the yeah. views. We talk about we talk about other stuff. We talk about other stuff. Yeah, headlines. All right, all right, um, Paul. Listen, I'm going to let you go. I'm glad we've we've established that, and I look forward to speaking to you um, next week, maybe. Um, I won't be in, in, I won't be invited because yeah. for that reason um, and yeah. things that yeah you you have uh, you you did you you hosted a gaming show on Channel Four. Uh, I did some ba- dummy, some bandits with dummy diamond inspiration for me getting to t- TV. Right, then I need to invent a time machine and go back and wait, stop wait, me making wait, some wait, bandits. Where 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 what was Dummy Dummy was one of your Well, Paul, listen, you're very kind, and I, I, I appreciate that, and you're a very good sport, and I, and I, again, I, you know, thank you for that. But, um, gosh, it was all my fault. Who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk it? Uh, Alan, stay there. We'll come to you after the news, I think, is what we shall, um, be doing. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. Uh, if you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. Uh, anything um, goes. Um, and um, yeah, you, you could probably hear Cass and I went, we went and had Byron burgers. Um, and they didn't taste, uh, they didn't taste racist. They tasted nice, actually. If that's what racism tastes like, then um, I'm going to play Sun City because it was uh, it was delightful. We wolfed it down very quickly. It's very. This was the thing, right? This is the, the this is my beef, pun intended, with Byron Burgers. It was very very noisy in there. Now, regular listeners will know I am severely disabled in that um, I have auditory malfunction. What that means is. Um, if there is hubbub, I can't hear what's being said to me. Someone's talking to me. I can't. Kath finds this hilarious. Oh, it's funny. Yeah, well, why don't you go and, um, why don't you go and stick your fingers up at a blind man? If that's, if that's what, uh, well, I'm not blind, Kath, so I can see that. But if, if that's what you, you know, your entertainment is laughing at, why don't you go up to someone in a wheelchair and, um, and jog on the spot? Yeah? Why don't you, don't explain it to Ed so that he laughs. I'll explain it to Ed in a way that he doesn't laugh by kicking him in the ghoulies. It's a serious... Why don't you go up to um, Stephen Hawking and pull a face? Yeah, why don't you do that, tough guys? Jeez. If there is really loud noise uh, uh, or hubbub, I can't hear what's being said to me. I can't. I I rely on my wicked lip-reading skills. Um, Or I just, in, in most instances, if it's like with Kath or something, I just switch off. 
uh, I, I just nod when there's like the gaps, which are very few and far between. I, I, I nod. And it, it, in many ways, uh, it, it was a blessing. It was so noisy in there because I couldn't hear what she was banging on about in a northern drone. Talk radio. I've just seen the email from Dean. Dean wants a copy, not just of the interview, but of the whole show. So, guys, can you just up your game? I see we've got Alan and Rob Bonet queued up next. Can't we get some proper callers, please? 0844 Talk radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Jan and Dean for you. That's what it's all about. Epic. Epic. Wonderful stuff. Good evening, dear listener. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Um, it's a late night phoning show, unlike any late night phoning show that I'm aware of that's on, certainly in the United Kingdom. I know we have people listening uh, on talkradio.co.uk from all over the world and uh, via Periscope, of course. Um, if, if you know of any shows that are like this elsewhere in the world, let me know, guys, because I, I want to listen to them. This is the show that I would listen to, and I can't because it's got my stupid voice in it. So I can't listen to it. I have to be in it. What? I don't know. 0844-499-1000. Why is it different? It's different because um, if we were to flip through the dial now, I mean, there are kind of three main rivals and a few local ones, but it's, it's LBC. Uh, it's Five Live. 
uh, and it's BBC London in the, as much as they are doing. And there, there's a couple elsewhere around the country, but uh, too small to worry about. Um, uh, uh, and they will be sitting there doing um, what, what? What topics will they be doing? Um, they'll be doing the burkini thing. Uh, about the French woman um, having um, the police say, hey, imagine that armed police telling a woman to take her clothes off. Brilliant. They'll be doing that. Uh, they'll be doing Corbyn on the train still. Here's the thing I don't get about Corbyn on the train. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is um, the pictures that I, I've only seen one picture that Virgin Trains released showing um, Corbyn walking past empty t- seats. But they all had the little. Um, ticket reservation stubs in the uh in the seat and you can't sit in those seats because they're reserved so i didn't understand that they'll be talking about that um, and i'm not saying that we we don't have to talk about those things if you want to call in about those things um oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand what I'm trying to say is I'm not going to sit here and, and you know, I could I could say, well, we're going to talk about the bikini story. And we get a load of calls and they'd all be saying, you know, one or two things. It's good or it's bad. That's what that's it. That's basically what phoning radio is. Someone phones in and says it's good. Someone phones in and says it's bad. That's it. Yay or nay. Which is, by the way, a great name for a, a phone-in. Yay or nay. We'll, we'll, we'll work that out at a later date. Um, but it's boring, isn't it? It's boring. Just for me to go for this hour... We're going to be talking about the French woman on a beach in France in Nice who was told by armed police to take her clothes off. What do you think of the bikini ban? Would you like to see it here? Call me now. Um, and then they do that for an hour. Then the next hour. Well, what do you think about Jeremy Corbyn? Should he have sat down? Jeez. Oh, Boring, man. Boring. And I know because uh, I listen to a lot of speech-based radio. It's what I listen to primarily, although I've just started to dig Six Music, really getting into Six Music. I even texted in a suggestion for The Chain on, um, um, I, I want to call them Mark and Lard. And I know it's not Mark and Lard, but I'm going to call them Mark and Lard just because it sits more comfortably than... Um, um radcliffe and mcconey so i texted in a suggestion for the chain and my suggestion for the chain was better than the one they went with no actually actually no the one they went with was better than the one i suggested have you heard this hang on a minute let me just play a bit of this um um i'd never heard this before Oh, listen, have you listened to this? Do you know Shirley Ellis? This is flipping brilliant. Have, have a bit of this. The name game. She, she explains the rules. In, in case you don't get it, she explains the rules. The first letter of the name. I treat it like it wasn't there. But a B or an F or an M will appear. And then I say Bo at a B. Then I say the name. Then banana. How good is this, huh? 
And then I say the name again with an effort plane, then a feet, fire and a moat. And then I say the name Any again, other songs that explain rules to games? Here we go. I can't rhyme. Here we go. I think I've got it, Shirley. Okay. Give us another one. But if the first two yep. letters are ever the same, <laughs> I drop them both, then say the name like Bob. Bob got the B's, Bo, Arb, or Fred. Fred drop the F's, Bo, Red, or Mary, Mary. Drop the M's, Mo, Mary. That's the only rule that is contrary. I've not quite, I've still not quite worked it out. Okay. Okay. Let's now say Bo. Bo. Now Tony with a B. Oh. Then Banana, Founder, and Fo. Banana, Founder, and Fo. Then you say the name again with an F very plain. Tony. Then a fee fi and a mo. fee fi mo. Then you say the name again with an M this time. Money. And there isn't any name that you can't oh. rhyme. Okay. Everybody do Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony Boboni, Banana, Boboni, fee fi mo, Moni. Tony. Tony. Pretty okay. good. Let's do Billy. Billy, Billy, Boogilly, Banana, Banana, Boogilly, fee fi mo, Milly. Billy. Here we go. Very good. Now let's do a little trick with Nick. Oh. Nick, Nick, oh, big, banana, banana, oh, big, oh, Nick. Oh. It's had oh, a, over a million hits. It's a really famous song, apparently. Now, so that I heard that on Six Music Day. So their suge- that suggestion was better than uh, than than the one I, uh, what I done gone with. Um, so I'm, why was I talking about that? Oh yeah, I don't remember. It don't matter. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. So what I'm saying is, <laughs> you wouldn't have had two songs on LBC. That's what I'm saying. In the last 10 minutes. That's what I'm trying to say is. You can phone in about any old um, uh, 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 shiz. 0844 499 Caddick! Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Caddick. Why so sad? Mm-hmm. We're about to say goodbye to our dog tonight. Hey. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, she was 16 years old. Oh, man alive. Um, oh, I'm really sorry, man. That's uh, That's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. I'm bearing up slowly. My dad's bearing up. And I had to break the news for my mum while she was in hospital today. Oh, flipping it. It's all going on at the Caddick household. What 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 was wrong with the dog? Well, she had arthritis in her leg. Yeah, she yeah. was very old. And she was incontinent. You're describing Catherine there. Should we get... No. Um, well... Ah, oh, man, it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, when my when my cat goes, not so much my dog, when my cat goes, I shall be absolutely devastated. And for anyone who's lost a pet, it's uh, it's a tough one, man. I'm really sorry about that, Alan. The vet said the grandest thing to do was to let her go. Yep, 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 yep. And, and I went with my brother this morning to the vet to do the deed. Yep. My brother went in the room and he cried as the vet was doing the injection. Yeah. And the vet cried as well. Yeah, they do. Vet, vets are, um, vets are, uh, for the most part. Was it a South African or Australian vet? 
It was a female vet. Okay, okay. Yeah. British. Brit- oh, British. There are so many South African and Australian vets. And I wonder, I just, I wonder. I do, I'm a suspicious, I'm a suspicious man, Alan. And I do wonder what the hell they're doing over here. Mm, probably getting the experience. Probably getting the experience, yeah. It's probably the Steve Irwin effect. <laughs> I think it may well be that Steve Irwin has inspired a generation of um, young Australian and South African people to um, learn how to look after uh, animals. animals. Animals, that was the word. That was the word. Well, I'm sorry about that, Alan. Um, oh, that was my stomach. Did you hear that? Yeah, but that interview, that cheered me up. Did it cheer you up a little bit? Yeah, it did. Oh, well, keep listening, because, I say, we had a massive burger and fries, right? The, my diet, I don't understand it. So, and, and I wolfed it down, because it took a really long time to come. So we, we wolfed it down. So there'll be plenty more of those stomach gurgles, Alan. And here's the thing about Janet and Darren Janet album. There's Batman on there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, can you, uh, Alan, let me have a go. Alan Ballam, hang on. Alan Ballam, bye bye Ballam, me, my foe, five Alan, banana Alan, Alan. Yeah, I, I can do it. Good. Yeah, I can do it. Turns out I can do it. Do you want to do You do it with me. Do it in my name. <laughs> You've got to say banana at some point in there. I know that much. Okay. Okay. Let me have a go. Hang on. Rob, Bob, Mob, Bob, 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 Banana, Fob, Mob, Rob. Hi, Rob. Hi. Do you want to have a go, Rob? It's my life. It's my life. It's my life. Lady on roller skates. Alan Ballon, me, my Malin fee, fi banana, Ballon, 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 Alan. Your turn, Rob. Coo, 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 kachoo. I really don't know what to do. Something. Without the cuckoo, over, over, Ian. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. That Shirley Ellis, the name game, is the um, is the song that we were just playing there. Well, that was a bit of fun. Bit of fun there, wasn't it? That cheered me up a lot. Here we go, and here we go, Alan. We're, now we're going to double cheer you up before the ads. Rob, say something to double cheer Alan up. Hey, Alan. Yes, Rob. Uh, why does a cow become invisible? Oh, science. Be- well, maybe it's in the latest Deadpool movie. Yes, it's in the latest Deadpool movie, Rob. Through camouflage. Camouflage. How, how does the, what's the cow's favourite film? Is it the new Deadpool movie? No. Is it camouflage? No, is it because black. it's going to the movies? No, you got the punchline, Ian. Okay. Because I'm holiday to New Zealand. Is it, um, uh, Ghostbusters Moo? 
have you seen the new one with Chris Hemsworth? Is it, is it, um, all right, then we can work this out. The Cow's favourite film. Is it, um, oh, um, Pat, is it Cow Pat to the Future, too? It's Moonraker. No. No, it's not. Night at the Museum. There we go, that was a good one. Is it, um, um, I'm trying to think of one that's got utterly in so I can say utterly. <laughs> I was going to say utter destruction. <laughs> oh! Is it, is it, um. I've got it! Go on. Move to a kill. Have they got uh, to, as it, alright, they've got to be James Bond films, right? Got so, to move. <laughs> Is it a, we move? um live and let move? Move finger. <laughs> move only live twice. Move move finger. Did you say? <laughs> yeah. Casino <laughs> <laughs> move out. Okay, now you're just being stupid. Yeah. Quantum of Moolis. Now, <laughs> <laughs> Alan. Goodbye. Thank you, Rob. We'll speak to you after this. <laughs> 0844-499-1000. Let's go to Rob. Yes, Rob. Hi. Hello, uh, oh, hang on. Oh, which one? Whoa. Hey, you've got more than one. Hey, hang on a second. I'm this still is, here. We've got, a, we've got a Rob crash going on. This is unprecedented. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Hi, Rob. Hi, Rob. Hello, Rob. You all right, Rob? Calcino Royale. Sorry? Calcino Royale, does that work? <laughs> yeah, it does, actually. <laughs> it, it does. Um... Or... The spy who bummed me. <laughs> 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 Does that work? Does that work? <laughs> not, not, not within the. I got one. I got one. Desmond's are forever. It <laughs> <laughs> changes the rules. No, the, the um, no, they're, they're connected to cows. So, good evening, Rob. From, from, from Heather with love. No. This is unfortunate. No. You should write for Mrs. Brown's Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Funniest sitcom ever, apparently. He said sitcom, but I know what he meant. Yeah, yeah. Um, here we go. Um, right, the, the, a very the, important topic. Well, hang on a minute. W- which Rob is this? Hang on uh, a minute. Well, hang on. Catherine's typed on my screen, Cry Frisian. But that's not a James Bond, that's Cry <laughs> Freedom you're talking about. We're doing ja- She's not even noticed we're just doing James Bond films now. Flipping heck. Tell her to go watch some Miranda box sets. <laughs> <laughs> right, Rob. Yes. No, the yeah. other one. Oh, Rob. No, uh, not you. That one. Ah. Uh, that one? Yeah. That one? Him. Not yeah. you. That one? No, him. Uh, him. Right. The other? No. Yes. I don't know if the Rob I want to talk to is there anymore. Rob. He said... No, not you. High def beach volleyball. Sorry? Hello? That's what he was saying. Is Rob there? Rob. Yes. No, not that Hello? one. The, the, no, th- that one. Yes. That one, yeah, yes. Who said yes? Hi. Hi. Others galore. Who? Are <laughs> no, we doing that characters now? Are we? I don't. Um, right, Rob. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No, the one that's going. Yes. 
No, that's me. No, Bye. not that's you. It. Not the irritating northern one. The, yeah, co- the Cockney one. <laughs> Cockney, right. Cockney um, Rob. Yeah, hi. Hi, Cockney Rob. What have you got for us? Uh, moths. So, there's two moths in my room at the moment, and uh, it's dark, and I saw them when the lights were on, and now I've turned them off, and I know they're about to attack at any moment. No. So, any tips, or, or what are your irrational fears? No, I've well, got a genuine is, one with moths. Uh, Roger, Roger Moore. <laughs> Roger Moore. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean Derry? No. Um, um, uh, um yeah. hang on. Timothy? No. Who was the Australian one? Who's the Australian bond? Uh, George Mosenby. <laughs> well, no, it's the thing about moths. Are they big moths or are they little ones? Tiny little things. Little, little silver ones? Yeah, you've got to kill your Rob. You've got to kill those. Those are the ones that eat your clothes. You have got yeah, well, to kill those, Rob. And I'm not even joking yeah. now. George it's Grazingby, well done, Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to kill those, Rob. And this is how you do it. You turn the light on. Yeah. You get a copy of the Holy Bible or the Quran. Yeah. And yeah. when they come, when they they'll land on the wall by the light. You slam those gits to death! And you squidge them! Squidge them with the Quran or the Bible, don't matter! Any, and I'm only saying a holy book because it sends their spirits to heaven. Um, and yeah. you need to do it, Rob, because they won't attack you. You'll be fine. Your clothes won't be. Yeah, they eat, they eat clothes. They eat, right, okay. well the thing is they don't. It's the, it's the, um, uh, the larvae. maggot. The larvae. Yeah. The larvae. Yeah. Um, so you've got to yeah. kill them, man. Seriously. I've just spent 60 quid on moth repellent stuff. And do you know what I've done with it? I just put it in a cupboard. And when I say put it in a cupboard, I don't mean I sprayed it and applied it in a cupboard. I just put you it, in a cupboard. it in a cupboard. Yeah. I'll wait until yeah. I get some more holes in my clothes. Do you have any ridiculous, irrational fears like that? No, I'm my, a tough my, guy. My, my theory on moths is that when you're asleep, they call into your ears create a nest in your head and then come out through your eyes nest head i mean yeah. it may it may not be actually scientific but no you, know, you never know i of evil i i i think that that has been so i, I think i've seen a video of that on youtube actually yeah cast type just now this is the last one i'm going to read out cuddy broccoli i mean that's just rubbish that doesn't even work uh, doesn't even did work you do a mood, did you do a mood to a kill yeah, yeah, mate, we did that, of course we did. Which is the are? Amateurs? Yeah. Who do you think oh, you're dealing with? You're talking to me and irritating Rob. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hello, Rob. He's still there. Great. I don't think, well, um, I, 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 um... Man with a golden top. Oh, gold yeah, top. yeah, fair play. All right. Milk, milk. Milk. I like that one. Man with a golden top. Milk. Milk used to go <laughs> gold top. <laughs> um... Well, good job. They're always better if you had to explain them, I always think. Yeah. Um... Anyway... Hang on a minute. Uh, I'm trying to think of, um... No, we've done the spy yeah. bum, haven't we? Um... <coughs> live, live and let bum. I'm not even reading your, that out, Catherine, because that doesn't even make sense. The um, man with a golden bum. I, um, I once naively went into a butterfly enclosure at Ooh. some place, right? Yeah. And I didn't think about it, because I, I, I didn't really think about it. I went in there, and it was all hot, and you had to walk down this sort of corridor, and the door was at the end. And all these butterflies started coming at me. <laughs> and you're not allowed to kill them in there, I found out. Oh, they frown on that. And I just said to my wife and kids, I said, 
And I start, I, I was, I could feel the panic rising in me. Right? I mean, it was the same panic I felt when I went potholing once. And I said to my wife and kids, Very I, similar. I can't similar do this. I will, I'm, I've got to get out of here. I'll see you in a few minutes. And I pull, I put my jacket over my head and I ran down through the sort of corridor and out the other side. It was horrible. It was I've absolute... never felt more manly. Oh, I felt, honestly, I didn't give a stuff what I looked like. I was terrified. Absolutely terrified. Yeah. Well, that's because they're all evil. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's an irrational fear. I think that's a perfectly, um, grounded, acceptable fear. Yeah. They come across all innocent moth, you know, but they've got a look on them. Are there moth? It sounds like you're in a room full of a million moths that are all flapping by your telephone. Oh, no, that's a fan. It's blimmin' hot. Okay, well, we, we, we should have said that at the start, Rob, because it, it, it's it, it broadcasting rules. We're not allowed to have anybody on whilst they have a fan uh, present, just in case something goes wrong. It's not fair on the kids. Other Rob. Hello. Yeah. So, um, a lot of people were kissing your bum on Twitter because you were on telly, were they? I was on telly and I was excellent on telly, yeah. Yeah, but my mum said your beard looks like a Brillo pad, so I said Thank I'd relay you. that. Well, and, um, I, I, do I make the joke that your mum knows that it, no, don't make that joke. Okay, fine. All right, fine. I'm just, and boy, oh boy, that's the new me. Cause I could have just steamed in there and made the joke about her knowing, you know, how uh, it feels. And I did it. I, go on. I'll go to Daily Mail tomorrow. No. Radio bully harasses pensioner. Well, it wasn't, it's not bullying if it's, uh, if, if money is exchanged hands. <laughs> Your painter. <laughs> idea. Yes. Uh, idea for show. Pen and paper at the ready, sir. Yes, sir. We have boxing. We have wrestling, and that's how like they introduce people to the ring. Callers, right? If they want to get in the ring on the show, yeah, they have to do their own announcements. Okay, okay. I like the sound like of this. The Go Michael on. Buffer type thing, and they tell you an interesting fact about themselves and give them a nickname. Yes. And then you go, oh, there you go, you know what you're getting, you see. Oh, they could do it to Kath. So give me, okay, so give me, an, give me an idea, give me an idea of what you would do then, and then we'll try it with our next caller. <clears throat> you're going to cut me off, aren't you? No, 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 I'm not going to cut you off. Got, we've got Nigel lined up. Nigel! Oh, hi, yeah. Li- hi, Nigel! How are you? Listen to this, Nigel, because Rob's going to yeah. do something, we're going to see if it works. A new, yeah. a new direction for the show. So, Rob's going to do it, then you're going to do it, all right, Nigel? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, so- here we go. Uh, he hails in from Sheffield or thereabouts. He's about 14 stone, working on that. He is to sexy what Tom Daly is to diving. It's your favourite caller and mine, Rob Strawberry Blonde Bunny! Well, a couple of things I'd like to pick you up on. What? Um, Tom Daly didn't win a medal. Yeah, but he's associated with being a diving man, isn't he? Well, I don't want to talk about his personal life. Yeah. Um, and you're a ginger. But I like that, and that was good. Fun. Nigel, do you want to have a go at that? Go on, Nigel. Uh, no, no, thank you. Sorry? No, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, do it again. So, Rob, Rob is basically, he's pretending he's an American wrestler. Yeah. And he's, he's introducing himself. Where in, are you from, Nigel? Um, England. England, that'll no, do. But he lives in Maidstone. <laughs> you make music. Yeah. You love Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, she's all right. She's, yeah. all right. she's all right. Gone down a bit. Who's your new <laughs> squeeze? I, I like Miley better. Miley Cyrus, right. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> what's going to be your middle name? So, Nigel... Patrick. Nigel Patrick. Yep, like Nigel, that. Nigel the Patrick. 
Mm. All right, I'm going to do this. I'll leave and the floor's yours, Nigel. I tell you, okay? I tell you what we're going to do is we're going to do we're going to have a break and then when we come back, Rob, I'm not going to say anything. Boom, you're going to go straight into it. All right, so I'm going to come to you in a bit. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> He hails from England or thereabouts. He is the music man with the talented fingers. He has many celebrity lovers, including Miley Cyrus. He is Nigel the Patrick <laughs> now. Well, what did you reckon, Nigel? Nigel? Nigel. Nigel? that good he's passed out he's he's, he's um seems to have passed out always oh, watching the telly nigel 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 you're right fella oh, oh maybe he's just gone for a, a waz what point do you do you ever think should i call someone nigel hello what what happened, <sighs> what happened there mate I was just looking what was on the TV as that oh, while he was having a break. Oh, good on? Uh, I don't know, it's a documentary, I think, as usual. It's all documentaries. Do these you days. actually, can I ask you a question, Nigel? Mm. Do you listen to this show? Uh, sometimes, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, um, he's going to do that for me, is he? That, he, he just, that. he just did it, mate. You were watching the telly. Oh, sorry, I, sorry I missed it. I didn't know I missed it. Well, you missed it. Oh, well. I rang in the show to do right. one with you, anyway. Do, do, yeah. it, do it again. Do it again, Rob. <sighs> right, Nigel, you coming in. Ready? I'm listening, yeah. He hails from England, or thereabouts. He's known as the man with the incredible musical fingers. He has many celebrity lovers, including Miley Cyrus. He is the one, the only, Nigel the Patrick Now! It's Lindsay Lohan. Oh, no, it's Miley <laughs> <laughs> I got it wrong. You're, um, you, you're doing what, um, uh, Pete, you remember Pete and Dud, Peter Cook and Dudley Moore, Nigel? Yes. They used to famously pretend to corpse. I never bought the, um, Peter no. Cook and Dudley Moore corpsing. I think maybe they did it once or twice. Mm. They, they started laughing genuinely. But Did then it? I think they, if you watch them, I think they're faking it. And I, mm. it felt like you were faking it then, mm. Nigel. No, I wasn't. I, I, I went. I went wrong for the. I, did, I went wrong. I didn't mean to go wrong. Okay. Go anyway, the, the internet but, um, seems to uh, crash, always, guys. Sometimes that Not happens listening. when you're trying to record a song as well. Yeah. Uh, you can. What, you, you have stop, to start you, again. You, don't you stop you? listening to the person that's talking. Um, do you want to sing with me? Not tonight. Oh. Well, I thought uh, I could. We could do one together for recording. Well, I, well, I've gone. Then you start, and I'll see if the mood yeah, the, the mood catches in, me. If you join in with me and record if it, the and mood, then maybe you can remix if it. If the mood. Ca mm. If the mood catches me, because I'm not yeah. feeling, I'm not feeling the vibe at the moment. I'm not okay. feeling. Oh. No, I'm talking, Nigel. Yeah. This is the thing you've got to learn: is yeah. to listen. Yeah. I'm not feeling the musical vibe this evening. I just feel I'm tired yeah. and it's hot and I don't know. So um, let's let's see. What? One, two, three. It's my little You're singing the same song. You can't. But oh. what you can't. <laughs> Sorry. Why? You can't re record the song that you've already done. Oh, I didn't know we've done that one. Uh, recorded no, that he one. did Lindsay Lohorn, but it's exactly the same tune. Oh, oh um, yeah. 
Oh, is it? Oh. Well, you know, yeah, you it's know a, it's yeah. the same. Yeah. You can't not know it's the same tune. Yeah, but it's different words, isn't it? <laughs> yes, but it's the same flipping tune. Oh, okay. Um, but you've recorded it. You played it last night, didn't you? Yeah, you played it last night. Could I interject and throw in an idea? Please do, mate. Nigel, do you want Strictly Come Dancing? Mm. You've got to have quite a few lovely ladies on that. Why not write one of them a tune mm. and then obviously send it in as a support yeah. and then maybe it will be, you know, get your notoriety. You've got uh, Louise, who used to be in Eternal. Mm, Laura yeah, Whitmore. Uh, Ian, Ian. I don't think he wants to talk to you, Rob. No. Have you got anything in mind when you want to make this song with me? Have it, what sort of thing do you want to do? Is it going to be a ballad or... Well, or we're going to record lots of songs together. I thought you were just going to do the one. Oh, 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 oh. Nigel, Nigel. Oh, I, I don't I, know what you want to do. But... I predict a good... What, an album? Future. Like an album. Yeah, yeah well, why, why the hell not? Yeah, but you'd have to come to my place more than once, wouldn't you, to no, do that? No, mate, yeah, listen, yeah. right, if, 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 um, Dan, the, mm. the producer, mm. can, um, get a three-minute song out of a two-minute phone conversation, right, yeah. ba- out of basically 30 seconds of voice, yeah, he can get, I only need to pop around for an hour, and we, we'll have a double album's worth. Uh, even in an hour, he can get a lot done, yeah, I, yeah. I see what you mean, yeah, yeah. So, um, um, if I can, if I did a Miley Cyrus one in a different... Tune. All right, yeah, let's hear a Miley Cyrus. If no. I can find, if I can yeah. think of a different tune. Away like, you so. go. Right, I don't I have to think for a minute. Um, just, 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 um, mate, we're not. Here we go. Um, sometimes Miley Cyrus, she sings a song or two. She likes to play a guitar as well. Sometimes Miley Cyrus, she has a laugh with you. She plays country western too, so join him with her too. Come on, join the gang, Miley Cyrus too. Come on, Miley Cyrus likes to play the guitar when she sings. Miley Cyrus likes to have a laugh with you and join in. Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus plays the guitar and sings along with you. Miley Cyrus plays the guitar and sings along, sings along, sings along with you. Coming up in Miley Cyrus style now, sitting there strumming away in front of me. Miley playing with the guitar, playing it hard. Miley Cyrus doing it styling now. Miley Cyrus, here she come now with the guitar. She the daughter of Billy Ray Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, ooh, she playing guitar and strumming in front of me. Miley. Yeah, that's, that's one of those... Uh, we just did it! One, uh, you know I'm a swing person. That's yeah, I, do, I, do I don't want to know about swing. your sexual life, uh, 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 Nigel. We yeah, just did you a... Mean, you know, the old-fashioned swing back. Oh, you mean, I thought you meant a swinger. M- Nigel, mm. we just did. What we did there is we mixed genres. We're like, um, mm. do you remember Jem? We're like Jem, in that you did an old-style ballad, and mm. then I just, I just got really urban. Mm. And I just, I mean... I just laid down those, uh, some fat beats. That's rap, though. It's, it's rap. rap music. It's yeah, rap, rap music. music. And yeah. I can, I can hear those two intertwining. Let's, let's could ask... You t- could you teach me how to sing rap? Yes, then? of course I could. could. Of course I yes. could teach you so how that, to maybe sing that's a thing rap. we could work yes. on Yes! Yes! Yeah. Right, what we're gonna do, Nigel, is I am going to come to your house, mm. and I'm gonna teach you how to sing rap. 
Mm. That's what I'm going to do. That would be interesting. It would be fun. I've done it before, but I can't remember what it was too, but... Did you like my rap? Yes, it was okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's ask, let's ask, um, the man on the street. Rob, what did you think? That was up there with, uh, 21 Seconds by So Solid Crew for me in terms of one of the best, uh, urban songs. And I look forward to seeing you both at the MOBO Awards next year, where no doubt you will clean up. Thank you very much indeed. Um, Nigel, it would be my pleasure to come to your house and teach you how to rap. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Simon, stay there. You'll be next. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> Evening. This is Ian Lee. Uh, this is Talk Radio, um, and this is a phoning show, unlike any other phoning show um, on air at the moment. And I think you can tell why. If you want to take part, you don't need to have anything um, to say necessarily. What's that buzz? Is that buzzing me? Could be my computer. Oh no, that's what it is. Like, pull my lead out. I knew there was something. I knew there's a little bit of problem with the old Wi-Fi, and I'm, I'm going to sort it out. Um, you don't need anything to phone in about. If you want to phone in and sing a song or talk nonsense or have a go because you think the show is rubbish, you're more than welcome to. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Simon. Hip, 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 Simon. I'm just trying to... Well, I'm, I'm listening, but I'm fiddling with my phone while I try and get the um, periscope back on. But we'll see what happens. Hello, my friend. What, what you got for us, boss? Miley, Miley, Bobiley, Banana, Fana, Fofiley, Fee-Fi, Fo-Miley. Miley. <laughs> Did you say... Well, I think you said something rude in there, but I'm not sure. Maybe I'm... Ian, Ian, Bobiley, Banana, Fana, Fo-Ian, Fee-Fi, Moe-Mian. Oh. Ian. Yeah. Okay. Any more? Uh, what do you want me to do? Cast? Yeah, well, well, yeah, go on then. Cast, cast, full bass, banana, fan, full fast, fee, five, full mass. Cast! When you put uh, it like I mean, that, put it like that, it's actually quite simple, isn't it? Oh, uh, there's not a lot to the name game. But you brought up Shirley Ellis, who's fantastic, and I will direct you, but you won't actually listen because I know that's what you do, to the clapping song. Got the clap, I know the clapping song. Right. She also did the one carpet. about dive, a diver, didn't she? The Nitty Gritty is the other one that she did. It was really good. She did. Hang on a minute. She did. I'm sure she did. Um, oh, she did. Can let me get, get, indulge me for 30 seconds. I played, right, used to on. play this on 3CR. Listen to this. This is great. Oh, it's an advert. Hang on a minute. Skip the advert in four, three, two. Oh, it looks yeah. quite good. Don't skip it. I skipped it. Yeah. This is a great song. <laughs> Ever in your life, see a diver kiss his wife oh. while the bubbles bounce about above the water? Come again? Come again. <laughs> Did you ever eat an Iva in your life below? See a diver diva diva kiss his wife below? Way beneath the ocean in the kingdom of the sea while the bubbles bounce about above the water? No, I've never even never in my life been low. Did no diver 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 do no white people. Wasn't even the ocean in the bottom of no sea while the bubble back back from no water. Well, if you're looking while they kiss and you recognize the sight of a diver 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 that must be doing something right. Way beneath the ocean in the kingdom of the sea while the bubble bubble bubble. Yeah, well, that's a. So it turns out Shirley Shirley Ellis is a bit of a character. Ever see a diver kiss his wife? What a great song that is, huh? Uh, may I recommend the Nitty Gritty? Really? I'm, do you know what? I'm going to... Let me just see. If I can get Shirley Ellis' best of 
for um, less than two quid down Shirley Ellis. Oh, £27.95? I'd put a YouTube minute and get the night Yeah, all right. Well, what, sing it to me. Let's get back to the real nitty gritty rap back, jump back. <laughs> And that's as much as you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> Don't gonna, laugh at Sanston, No, I was, you did it brilliantly. I was, I was laughing because I was overcome with glee at your wonderful performance. It wasn't, I wasn't laughing at that. Uh, do, do you know I was dancing as I was singing it? I could feel, yeah. I could feel it. I could feel I the was, uh, dancing vibe. Double trouble, double trouble, get back. Mm, get back. Get down. Mm, get real dizzy. I feel like I recommend it. Nice one. Thank you, Simon. Anything else? Good night. Touchy bye. Touchy bye. Uh, Satdev. Hello? Hello? Yes? It's Satdev. That's partly why I prefaced this call with, it's Satdev. You said Dev. I said Satdev. Did you? Yes. Right, okay. Uh, so, yeah, just called in to say that I'm excited. In what sense excited? I'm going on a holiday of a lifetime. Euro Disney. Pontins. Is Pontins still going? I think it is. I hope it is because I'm going there on Friday. They, um, the Pontins are the yellow coats, aren't they? I'm not sure. Are they yellow? They might be the blue... Right, so Butlins are the red coats. We've got that. One of them's the blue coats and one of them's the yellow coats. I think Pontins are... I'm going to say yellow coats. Have you been to Pontins or Butlins? I went to Butlins many, many years ago, yeah. Right, so I've not done any of that yet, so this is the first time I'm going, so I'm looking really forward to it. I went to Butlins when I was about seven, and the only thing I can remember... Three things, okay? And I, 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 I'll say them to you, Satdev, because this may apply to you. One was, I turned up late for the treasure hunt, so I missed the treasure hunt. Right. Second one was, I got told off in the theatre for talking during the magic show. Right. And the third thing was, I watched an older kid stove in a mouse's head with a brick. What? So, um... Those are my experiences. I don't know. I don't I mean. I, I, I've only been once, and that those things happen to me. So I don't know if that's what normally happens. Well, I hope not, because I'm just going there to sort of. Uh, I'm going to the Camber Sands. All right. So that will be like a bit of beach. Yeah. Bit of sun. What are you going to Pontins for? Just a holiday. That'd be. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, just a little break, so I'm taking the kids and the wife. Uh, that, uh, was that someone shouting at you in the background? No, no, no one's shouting this time. That was last time, Okay, yeah. okay, I must, that's it. I'm actually hearing the echoes of our previous conversation. That's right, um, you remember that. Well, Ian, that... a way to ask you about this programme I watched on Netflix. Yes, mate. If it is, don't tell, there's not Stranger Things, is it? No. Because that, that Stranger Things, everyone's, oh, have you seen Stranger Things? Have you seen Stranger Things? Some, uh, somebody did say to me about that today, but it's not that one. It's rubbish. It's rubbish. Oh, it's rubbish. Stranger Things is style over content. People think they like it because it's reminiscent of E.T., um, The Goonies, um, and It. 
Okay. It's more it than the Goonies, actually. Um, right. But it, but uh, it, it's not actually very good. I've watched six out of eight episodes, and here's the thing. I don't think I'm going to even bother to watch the last two episodes, because that will register with Netflix... That it'll be like, oh, he, he's watched, um, cause they send you emails. Oh, you like this. You might like this. And it'll register. Go, oh, he's watched six episodes of, of Stranger Things. He watched that in three days. That's pretty, he's not watched the last two. And they might send me an email and I'll, t- uh, and if they do, I'll reply and I'll say, right, they'll send an email. We've noticed you've watched six episodes of Strange Things, but not the last two. What's wrong? And I'll reply going, it's rubbish. That's what's wrong. Isn't it? It's style over content. It, it, it's like, um, it's like eating um, uh, a Chinese meal, but not a very good Chinese meal. And you feel kind of full and bloated, but then afterwards you go, oh, actually, it wasn't that good. All right, I'm with you. Well, listen, I'm on episode seven on the Cosmos. Yes. But I wanted to talk about The Secret. The what? The Secret. Is that the name of the... Pro- What's The Cosmos? What's The Secret? So The Cosmos is about the... Apparently there was an... There was an old version back in the 70s, and this is like a rerun of it, a remake. So it's about the universe and things like that. Well, but like a, document- thing- a documentary? Yeah, it's a documentary. Okay. But the one, I'm, the one I'm talking about is called The Secret. Yeah. It's about an hour and a half. Just It's just a one, one-off thing. So this isn't connected to the cosmos? No, it's not connected to the cosmos. Then can though. I ask, why did you bring the cosmos up? You started talking about episodes of another program. Well, but then you said, that, but then you started talking about the cosmos, and then you said the secret. Well, I thought they were interconnected. No, no. I, I, when I started the conversation, I said I wanted to talk about the secret, but then you went off well, on your program. Yeah, thank you. And so then I thought I'd talk about this program, but then I want to talk about that program. Right. So can we talk about that one then? The secret. The secret. Yes, go for it. Right, so it talks about sort of the law of attraction, sort of what you send out into the universe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what you attract back. Yes, and in the end, the love you make is equal to the love you take. Yeah, so so saying that, you know, if you send out negative energy, then you receive negative sort of stuff back, and if you send out positive energy, you you receive positive energy. So it's a fictional programme, then? Um, Because that sounds like bullshine to me. Bullshine, sorry. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much indeed. I do apologise. That's Um, okay. No, I don't actually think it is, actually, because recently I've been sending out a lot of positive energy. No, you haven't. And I've been receiving a lot of positive stuff back. What is, hang on, what is this positive energy you've been sending out? Just like, just when you're feeling sort of good about yourself and positive and you're smiling and... So positive energy, positive energy is smiling... Well, yeah, smiling and just being nice to people and nice thoughts. And what is negative energy, like killing children and stuff? No, no, not killing children. Negative energy is like not giving the remote control to the missus. What? Or like the kids want to watch a certain programme and you're not allowing them. So that's negative stuff, isn't it? Well, it depends what programme they want to watch and how much TV they've watched that day already and whether they've behaved or not. Yeah, all other negative stuff could be like, um, you know, just negative thoughts. We are not, you know. we're not responsible for our thoughts, though. Well, what, 
Yeah, of course we are. No, of course we're, of course we're not. We're course, responsible. Well, who, who, we're, responsible we're responsible for our thoughts. If we're not responsible for our thoughts, then who is? Yeah, there's a question. Yeah. The, the, but, but, but thoughts, you know, I have thoughts, thoughts like... Thoughts turn into things, Ian. Thoughts turn into things. No, they don't. I have thoughts about... Um, of course they don't. I have thoughts sometimes about murdering someone. Yeah. That doesn't so turn then, into a thing. Yeah, it hasn't turned into it yet. Yet. <laughs> so, you, so uh, watch this space or watch, watch the news or <laughs> in the, a few time, you never know, Ian. Um, so your your suggestion from this programme is that by, by being more positive and saying yes more often than saying no, um, you, in re- you receive um, more positive things in your life. Yeah, so I'm thinking that a lot more people should watch this because I think there's a lot of negative energy in the world yes and just by watching this program it can change people's perspective on life and uh, just make it sort of a, a better place to live in um no. i no i think there's something in it yeah yeah i think there's something in it why not why not yeah, it's, it's definitely worth a watch anyway because i know you're on netflix so i'll say give it Give it a go, see what you think, you know. But what, but what positive, it. but what, so you've been more positive, what positive things have you received back? Well, quite a lot, actually. Um, I'm just feeling good about myself. That's, that's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, but that's not, uh, that is a good thing, of course it is, and, and, and yeah. you know, we should all hope to attain that, but that's not receiving positive energy is it yeah i think it is i think where are you receiving that energy from from like the universe so because we're all because we're connected aren't we because we're all made of stardust we are stardust we are golden yes yep so we're all connected and so we've the the universe responds to you kind of thing yeah you you know where i'm coming from don't you i know exactly where you're coming from noel edmund's universal ordering yep so uh, yeah that was it really all right hey nice one man if it's working for you then groovy yeah thank you thank you man and uh, i enjoy pontins i'm sure you and the family have a, uh, a great time i hope you don't see any um older children stove in a mouse's head with a brick no problem mate thank i'll you, let man. you know all about it when i come back yeah, anyway please do let me know what color coats they're wearing all right mate we'll do cheers fella bye-bye Saturday. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is uh, the uh, telephone number. It's an idea, isn't it? Um, y- y- what you send out, you receive. But then, um... oh, I don't know. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. We call you back. Good evening. My name is Ian Lee. There's another hour of this. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> Talk Radio. There's another hour of this metaphysical nonsense to wade through want to play honestly anything goes man 0844 499 1000 i'm ian lee you're listening to talk radio more of it after the news late night ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk Voice that keeps on calling me down the road. 
here every monday to friday 10 to 1 um now i'm supposed to be off for another couple of days i'm supposed to be off next tuesday the 30th because i'm going to liverpool to see uh mickey dolenz one of the monkeys performing he's in the country now and he's um, going to be on gmtv and stuff uh but i i don't think i'm going to go i don't think i'm going to go because um why i, I don't i can't be bothered the can't be bothered is not good enough ian think harder um Mm, I don't know. I, it's a long old drive. It's a four-hour journey, because I'll drive up there. And I probably won't stay up there, so I'll drive back. So that's another four hours. And that's fine. I've driven to Liverpool and, 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 and back in a, a night before. It's not a problem. Um, and I would quite enjoy it. I just don't... Oh, it's a tough one, isn't it? I don't think I want to enjoy myself. There we go. There we go, guys. I don't think I want to enjoy myself. So I might not go to that. We'll see. I'm, I might be in next Tuesday. Might. We'll, 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 I'm going to decide on the day. Uh, but then the Friday after, after that, on the 9th, uh, I'm taking my two boys, my youngest's first ever rock and roll concert, man. Um, and we're going to go see the Bare Naked Ladies. Which will be uh, a lot of fun. I'm excited about that. And the boys will be thrilled and the youngest will be terrified because he's never been to a rock concert and the oldest has and he'll act all. Oh, this is what you do. Don't worry. It's fine. You come and stand here and blah, 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 blah. 
So, why am I telling you that? I don't really know why. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. Tris, I'll come to you in a minute. Darren's up first. Evening, Darren. Uh, good evening, Ian. Good evening, Darren. You're right. Yeah. Um, I'll fast forward to an audio clip, so I hope you listen to it. I listened to a bit of it. Yeah. You, now, you're a cabbie. Yes. And you... Uh, um, recorded a bit of conversation with your your fair yeah um because um he was so um really unusual like difficult you know like really anxious and sort of getting a little bit i I think maybe potentially violent if you know what i mean yeah Yeah, because you don't know where the journey like not the journey but the actual person ends up do you know what I mean? Yeah. He might end up just going... So I thought I'll, I'll record a piece of it, and that was the actual quiet part of it. I listened to... Well, I, I listened to about 40 seconds of it, and it's a little... I couldn't really hear it very well. I could hear I could hear enough, and I, 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 I'm sort of a bit busy during the news, so I couldn't listen to all of it. Uh, I chose not to listen to all of it, cause, also because it made me a little bit uncomfortable. Um, but the bit Why I... Why does it make you feel uncomfortable? Because he was getting very agitated and was um he sounded to me um upset and not very well yeah exactly yeah yeah what what and he was he was the bit i heard he was talking about um double yellow lines and traffic lights or something yeah he's getting very anxious yeah so he 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 told me to pull over and so i did initially i did but he looked behind him throughout the back window and he's looking at the lights behind us. Right. So he's, he's counting it down, you know, OCD, counting it down, so we can go when they change, we can go, we can go, right? So I, I can't do that, Ian, if you know what I mean. I, I can't just keep pulling over on no. his whim. No. Because when I, when I cut the audio off, he goes, right, there's a 55 bus, he went, stay behind it, he went, stay behind it, don't overtake it, don't, and he kept shouting. I goes, listen, mate, I goes, listen, I can pull over for you, it's not a problem. Yeah. I goes, but I can't have you shouting. And he goes, I want to smash my glasses. Like he's saying, he's going to start hitting himself, yeah? Right. And I, I'm I'm a cab driver. I'm not a psychiatrist, right? No. And and so, it's, you know, I'm, I'm really sort of capable of dealing with it, if you know what I mean, Ian. Do you know what I'm saying? I've got, I've got four boys, right, and they're a little bit disruptive, and I can deal with that, but I can't really deal with somebody that gets in... And they're like that. I'm not. Do you know what I mean? And so I'm trying to deal with it in my very, uh, very, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, clumsy way. Well, um, you, you, were you worried that it was go- it was going to get violent? I mean, how? I, yeah. I don't want. I don't want you to describe the man too much, just in case. But no, well, no, how, no, how, roughly, sort of, what age was he? So he looked like he's. Uh, he, he looked a decent bloke. So, like, for me, I make judge calls. Like, when I pull yeah. over and look at someone, right, I go no or yes, yeah. you know what I mean, right? So he looked good. He's fine. He, you know, nothing, nothing. But he got in, and then as soon as he got in, once once somebody gets in the cab, they're my responsibility. Yeah. So, you know, so if if I don't like someone, they stay out, and if they get in, then, you know, it's, it's my problem. But anyway, he seemed a fine fella. But then he started going, oh, going into his routine, and, it, uh, you know, I can't really give it a sort of logistic response to no. him, if you know what I mean, because no. he was going into one, and he started sort of uh, crying, not crying, almost crying, 
And I'm thinking, right, well, what am I meant to do here? Because he said he wanted to go to one place, then he said he wanted to go somewhere else. And I'm thinking, right, I don't know what I'm meant to do with this fella now, because he's in my cab. He's, he's literally, you know, you know, stuck. You sound, um, you sound a bit upset. Well, it's, I can, I can only do, I can't do, like, I don't feel like I'm able to accommodate him in as much no. as, I'll, I'll, t- I'll take it, you know, I'm just a, I'm, I'm not a psychiatrist, so, uh, and I do feel empathetic for the fella, but I don't know who he is. I don't know what he's going to do. And I don't know what his potential is. Do you know what I mean? Can I ask you a question? And it, it might sound like a rude question, but there's a point to it. I, do you feel bad? You kicked him out of the cab, didn't you? No, I didn't. No. You, did you ask him to leave? No, I didn't. I actually took him to where he wanted to go. Right, after okay. Changes. Yeah. And the irony of it is, Ian, when he got out, he went, what football team do you support? And I went, West Ham. But, um, honestly, Ian, honestly, he was, you know... He was getting a bus. He was actually getting a... I was taking him to a bus stop on, um... Uh, uh, just off of, um... St John Street, near Lever Street. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, sorry, what, was, what were you going to say? I was... Well, no, I thought that you'd asked him to, to get out of the cab, and I was just going to ask if you felt bad that you, you'd done that. And, and he paid the fare. He did. But, Ian, he was... Uh, he was... He was... He was... Spinning... He was going, like, mental... And when he said he's, when I told him, when I cut the audio clip on the phone, yeah, he, he said he goes, "Don't overtake his bus." He went, "Don't overtake his bus." He went and he started shouting. I goes, "Mate, listen, I can't, I can't, I can't not overtake no buses." And I said to him, "I goes, you need to calm down." He went, "I'm going to smash myself in the face." He went, "I'm going to smash my glasses." I'm going to smash my. He started shouting, "I'm going to smash my glasses." Well, and I'm thinking, you know, I don't know what what am I meant to do. Well, you're not meant. You, what? G- g- I, I, what? What are you? What, I'm not quite sure what question you're asking, Darren. But, um, no, I'm not. I'm not. I am, and I ain't. All I'm saying is, like, I'm yeah. just trying to sort of show everybody, yeah, the kind of people, or not the kind of people, but the 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 variant, of yeah, people yeah. that come yeah. into a cab. Do you know what I mean, right? Oh, so yeah. You have to do with the whole spectrum, right? And for me, that was one extreme of which, of, you know, I'm not, I don't really feel like I know what to, to do. Do you know what I mean? He's in my cab. He, he might as well... Because when people get in my cab, it's, it's like an extension of by living room. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's my They're per- in your workplace. It's my pers- yeah, it's my personal space. Yeah. So as much as I'm doing a job, and I'll always do it to the nth degree, and I'll always look after the people to get in my cab, and professional... I just feel that when people get, you know, I I, I felt a little bit, you know, on edge. Yeah. Well, your responsibility, I imagine, is your own personal safety, primarily, because you're you're a dad and, you know, your boys want you to go home all in one piece. Um, So, ultimately, you're, and I know you've got that thick glass and stuff, but you have to feel, we're all entitled to feel safe and comfortable in our jobs. And it feels like it sounds like that you didn't feel safe. No, that's what. No, no, that's right. Um, so I'm trying to manage a situation, uh, and the geezer, like like I said, he gets in and he says he wants to go one place, yeah. and he changed it. He changed it three times, right? So then I'm thinking he's going to get me on a wild goose chase here, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? 
Well, because I'm, I'm thinking. Why didn't you? Got... Why didn't you ask him to to get out? No, because I'll take it. I'll 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 see it through. Even um, if the, even if he changes his mind three times. Yes. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I will, Ian. Right? Because I've got, I've got responsibility, right? And I know my job, but I'm I'm not going to, you know, uh, skirt my responsibilities, right? Yeah. And so he, he changed it first, he changed it second, and then he changed it third. And in my head, I thought, well, if he changes it anymore, then I'm going to pull over. That's it. He's at That's his it, last right? go, yeah. So, you know, I'll, I'll give it benefit of the doubt, and I'll do my bit. Do you know what I mean? So, it sounds like... But, Darren, I, 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 it, it, it sounds like... You did what you had to do. You you did your job, which was to get him from A to well D eventually, and Z. you did that Z, Z, and you did that, and you 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 delivered him safely, and um you got paid, and I I, you, I mean you're I don't know if you, you you did ask what how were you supposed to deal with it? Well, you, you dealt with it, didn't you? You got him from A to Z no. and. Yeah, I did. That's what I did. But I'm just, I, you know, I, it's nice to share it with other yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Just so other people can just listen, and and that's all. You know what I mean? Do you? Because um, I, listen, I I don't envy your job, and I don't envy uh, mini cabs and and black cat any of that. I, the, the thought of a stranger getting in the back of your car and and um, y- you're trusting that they're going to give you some money and not do you over. I think it's nuts, but. So respect to everybody that does all the various different versions of your job. Do you, when you get with other cabbies, do you say, oh, you know, we had a right old nutter in the car last night? Yeah. You have all that, yeah. Yeah. So you share The thing is, you sort of, you get to, um, in, in, like, I'm a London taxi driver, so I'm I'm not a minicab driver. No. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm a one that takes credit cards. No, I'm not going to bore you, but anyway, so, but, um, so, so, when when someone approaches the window, you yeah. make a snap judgment. Yeah, right? yeah. So it might be uh, you don't. So like, if they look, you think drug dealer. Yeah. Or you think, Ooh. but you make assumptions, right? Yeah, of course, we all wrong. do. We all they do. Might be, but the thing is, it, it's what it is, and it might be wrong. What I think, right? So I think drug dealer, uh, wrong, uh, this, that, or the other. So you have to make those quickly, like those quick assumptions. Yes. Which everybody tries to steer away from. No, but we all, every, everybody categor- does you that. You can't categorise anybody. You can't pigeonhole anybody. No, but, but we that's all, what we you have to do in this job. We all do. Every, everybody does it. Everybody, I do it. Everybody does it. You see someone and you make a snap judgment. Yeah, but that's that's not politically correct. If you know what I mean. If you should say it out loud what you thought, yeah, yeah oh, that yeah. wouldn't be correct, would it? Because you no. you couldn't say, well, I don't like look at you. But in my job, you look at someone, you think, no, you're not getting in. Bye. And that's it. You're not allowed to do that, though, are you? I thought you had to, if, if, if you see, if you got your light on and you see someone, um, with their eyes, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I can, I can understand yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if there's any, if there's any inference that they look like they won't pay, yeah. you're more than entitled to refuse. Have you finished for the night? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, that, listen. So I, th- I thought I'd just share that anyway. Well, no, doubt, and I appreciate you sharing that, Darren. Thank you very much. You've given us um uh, 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 an insight and you sound a lot calmer than you did about 12 minutes ago so i hope <laughs> that we've helped no it's just been on the way yeah so i'll get a hyperventilator so. am i allowed to wind you up one little bit yeah how do i find out my uber rating <laughs>
Oh, mate. Well, check your bank account. It might be £500 light. Thank you, Darren. That was Darren number two, uh, for those asking on Twitter, uh, at Ian Lee, I-A-I-N-L-E-E. Someone said to me, someone sent me an angry te- uh, tweet yesterday. Why hasn't Talk Radio got an app? Well, it, ha- it has got an app. It's got the Talk Radio app. I don't know how you find it. I've got it. I've got Apple, iTunes, iPhone, and I found it by typing in Talk Radio and it pops up. So just, you just do that. Just type it in and it'll pop up, I guess. I don't know. Do that. Yes, Tris. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Tris. How are you, fella? Hey, you know, um, I, I, I'd, I didn't wait. I woke up at 10 o'clock this morning. Yep. And all I had to do today, the only thing I had to do was mow the lawn. I hate mowing the lawn. I thought, right, I'm, 10 yep. o'clock, I'm going to get up in a minute and mow the lawn. Then suddenly it was half past 12, right? Half past 12 of the hottest day of the year, I get up. Mm-hmm. Mad dogs and Englishmen go and mow their lawns at 12.30 on the hottest day of the year. And I mowed the lawn, and I'm I'm blessed, Tris, that I have quite a big lawn. And for yep. some reason, my wife has re- replaced our adequately sized lawnmower. I guess it broke, but she, with a, like a really tiny lawnmower. Tiny! And I did it, and it took about an hour. And I've... Are you li- pleased with the outcome, no? No, it looks rubbish. It yeah. looks rubbish, and I did it. It's only grass, mate. Isn't it? It's only grass, and I did it because it was like my job I had to do when everyone was away, and they come back on Saturday, and I did it, and I went and sat in the garden, I listened to six music, and I read my Mike Love book, and then I started feeling a bit positive. I was gonna, um, oh, that was it. I um, I did a Periscope where I was like working out some Imani Coppola songs on the ukulele, right? Yeah, I was enjoying that, and then I played. Um, I worked out the chords to uh, the Lindsay Lohan song, and I played that acoustic style. It was a lot of fun. And then I went and sat in the garden, and then I just crashed. Then I just suddenly I had um, the weight of the world just suddenly fell on me, and I thought, "Oh, flipping it! I can't. Um, I can't." And I went to bed. Just the weight. Yeah. I just felt everything crashing down on me, and I felt terrible, absolutely terrible. So I went to bed, and I couldn't sleep, and I just lay in bed for a couple of hours, feeling rotten, Tris. Absolutely yeah, rotten. Man. So, um... I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling loaded, though. Still, I'm still on my diet, and that's still getting no easier. But I've been I've been trying to make what I thought were healthy choices. Uh-oh. And I've been having, like, granola and stuff like that, and it's just sugar, mate. Yeah. 35 grams serving, 14.1 grams of sugar. Yep. Well, I could be eating Haribo every morning, couldn't I? Yeah. Be a lot happier. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's the thing that with the, uh, the, there's sugar in everything, man. It's yeah. in everything. And I start the day thinking, right, because I weighed myself yesterday, and I was heavier than when I first started trying to lose weight a month ago. So oh, mate. i it. So today I thought, right, I'm I'm doing it. I'm going to ride my bike, and I'm going to, and I didn't. And, I'm, and the mowing the lawn was good exercise. That was an hour's exercise. But then I just went out for a burger tonight. Uh, guess why you're getting fat, dude? Because yeah. you're eating that rubbish. So easy, isn't it? and the bloody family is. Oh, you know, I'm finding it hard being a dad today. Why? What's happened? I'm finding it. Oh, nothing. They're just kids are hard work. Me and the wife are bickering, yeah. and you know, you just get days where you think, oh. I could just sink away and I not sack all this have off. This. Yeah. Yeah. And I work all night and that's hard work anyway, isn't it? And it's just like Oh not you know, nothing nothing distinctly wrong. I just felt very deflated that all this 
sort of good stuff I thought was pumping into my body isn't good. And <laughs> they, they lied to you, man. They, yeah. It's a conspiracy. They lied to you, man. Those granola guys, they're liars. Yeah, they're out to get you, man. I don't think there's anything, nothing's good for you, right? Because when I was, it, it, well, it, when I say when I was a kid, until about a year ago, like orange juice was good for you but now orange yeah. juice it t- or uh, like proper orange juice not the concentrate the made from fresh ju- that's full of sugar yeah i know you can't you can't have anything can you you cannot have everything anything you can't be happy and i've just decided that's my uh that's my thing today maybe we <laughs> need to d- maybe we need to do what satdev suggested and we need to start sending out some positive energy no, I don't buy into all that, to be honest. I would like to know where to get, where I could buy some positive energy from to well, surely, start with. Surely everyone would just be happy. If, 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 if thinking positively made you happy, we wouldn't know any different, would we? We'd all be doing well, it for I, always. I, I, I am, I have moments in my life, right, when yep. I believe, you know, you know, affirmations, yeah? Yeah. Where you say, like, I'm a good man. I'm a, I deserve to be happy. I'm, I'm a good dad. You know, you do, you do these things. I kind of believe that they can have a positive impact, right? And yeah. that by continually having, uh, negative thoughts, you, um, you kind of program your brain. I'm not saying this is the cause of depression at all, right? Before anyone says that, right? But by continuing thinking, oh, I'm worthless and I'm a piece of whatever, I'm worthless, I'm worthless, I'm worthless, that your brain gets into the pattern, n- neural pathways, guys. You can, it pro, you program your neural pathways to act in that way, to believe that you are worthless and that you are a piece of whatever and da da da. And I, and I've read up on it, right? And psychologists and psychiatrists, some of them believe that by having affirmations, you can reprogram these neural pathways, right? Mm. And I kind of believe it. And I, listen, I don't think it cures clinical depression, and I don't think it's going to make you go jump out of bed and go, wow, the world is wonderful. But I do think it can be a tool in out in my toolbox that can um help me help direct me towards a happier existence does that make sense i mean i suppose it's just boils down to not dwelling on things isn't it uh, well, uh, a, 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 a little bit but this is by actually repeating you know like i don't know a hundred times i'm a good man i'm a good man i'm a good man i'm de- it not saying at the end of it you're going to think oh yeah actually i'm a good man you might not but it can just i believe and people that i trust believe it can um change some of your thoughts some of one's thought patterns i mean possibly i mean i've I've never really bought into stuff like that but different things work for different people don't they yeah yeah exactly and that's the thing man if it if it works for you baby then keep on keeping on keep on trucking yeah, you give it you give it a go mate you know i've been um you know i've been uh exploring the beach boys catalog in a bit oh, yeah. more detail yes sir where are whereabouts are you now well I've, I've, I'm, because i've had like nine or ten albums i've been jumping all over the place yeah and um I've recently been listening to la light album oh, I lo- now that's a tough one right 
he had a top. He had a top. It's Lady Lady Linda's on that album, isn't it? Yeah. Brick, that went to number three in the UK charts in 1979. No one's heard of it. Went no. to number three. I love that record. Even with yeah, the 12-minute disco version of Here Comes the Night on there. I love that record. I think it's a great record. That's what I'm getting. That's what was... I mean, I think that's where it gets tricky. You flip it over and it's like, oh, what's this? <laughs> yeah, I know. I like that. It, you, you, but it's a t- it's tough to sit through it. Um, take You take that out. The the other dud on there, I think, is shortening bread. Oh, the, the shortening bread and Sumahama, the Japanese thing. But you've got good timing, which is a brilliant song. You've got some cracking Dennis songs. Uh, uh, angel come home and baby blue. Um, yeah. When my angel comes home, it's been hell living here alone. That's brilliant. Um, I, I like going south as well, even though it, the first time I heard it, I hated it. It's a grower. Yeah. I think it's I've a only, great I've record. Only, I've only listened to it twice. Um, so far, I'm not taken either way, really. It just, it, it seems like something I need to store away for a little bit and then come back to and see how I, see how I reappraise it. Hang on a second. Re- reappraise this. Hang on, listen to this. This, this is, this is, this is one of, this is a stunning Beach Boy song. Indulge, indulge me for a minute, Tris. Listen to this, man. Dennis Wilson wrote this, man. Listen to this. Dennis to make things sexy.
That is, that is a flipping good song. That, I think it comes straight after Angel Come Home. Oh, man, alive. That is what it's all about, Tris. But, you know, I'm, I'm becoming a fan of them, but the problem is I've heard 20, 20 years ago, yeah. Now My Love, yeah. and um, I got into Sunflower recently, yeah. and I don't think anything's going to beat them. Um, no, I do like the, 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 the Wild Honey, Friends, 2020, and, and what's the other one? Uh, smiley Smile, not quite so much. Wild Honey, Friends, and 2020, for me. I, I, oh, I've never got on with Smiley Smile. I've had that for years. No, I don't like Smiley Smile. I, smiley Smile's silly, because it's, it's, it's that they've given up uh, on Smiley yeah. Smile. Um, and I've never really rated Pet Sounds, either. I'm not, it's all right. Um, yeah, Pet Sounds is all right. Um, uh, sh- but sh- we're not allowed to say that, Tris. Tris, yeah. I've got to go. Always happy to geek off on the Beach Boys. Did you? Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Tick your Rajar diaries now for your chance to win a super prize. Leslie! Hello, Ian. Hello, Leslie. How are you, sir? Not too bad. Good afternoon. Good what? Good afternoon. Thank you. Um, what have you got yeah. for us, madam? Yeah, what it is, uh, I've just come on to talk about... You, um, you heard about that new planet that they just found? Yeah, they found a new planet that can support life, they reckon, yes. And it takes 20 years to get there. Yep. Yeah, in, imagine you and your family, little kid, yep. travelling, mm-hmm. and your little boy are saying, um, are we there yet? <laughs> are we there yet? And you said, no. And then he's, then We've he, not he even said, taken off. They've not even finished the countdown yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty years, Leslie. Of yes, are we yes. there yet? Yeah. And, <laughs> and by the time you arrive, you you're preparing your son' wedding. <laughs> well, hang on a minute. Um, who's going up in there? Who's going up there with us? Do I have to go with them, Leslie? Well, you have to because. The, the, your boy would be a little baby then, wouldn't you know? Well, can't can't they go with his with their mum, and I stay at home and I have the house to myself. Why is that? Well, I could I could watch, I could watch their progress ah, from the I television. Why. Yes, why? I know why. Pourquoi? Um, you'll be all beardy and probably um be a granddad by then, wouldn't you know? By the time you get there. You saying I'm old? What's he? What's he? What's an earthy? Because you'll be, because you'll be um. What? You you'll be twenty years. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, I will. But you, for me to be a granddad, then there would have to be. Are there, are there other families on this? Hey, a big plane crash near you today, didn't it? Where? Oh. Oh no! It's, it's not near me. I already. It it was one of those um, planes that they're testing. Um, the it, big bum. It's, it's like called the airship. It's the bum plane, isn't it? Because it looks like a bum. Yeah. 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 It's the biggest uh, plane in the world, and it's a cross between an airplane and, a, and an airship, and it looks like a massive bum, and um, it's um, in Bedfordshire somewhere, isn't it? near Luton somewhere, and um, no, it's in it's in Stevenage. Is it in Stevenage? I think. All right. 
and it yeah. was their second ever test flight. Yeah, and it, it and crashed. it's not taken off yet. Yeah, I don't think I'll be buying tickets for that. <laughs> you know the reason why it, it's, um, it, it hasn't been taken off yet? Go on. Because where it's been built is too close to Luton. Why would You know Luton, don't you? Unfortunately, yes. Oh, see what I'm saying? I worked there for three years. I know. Oh, man alive. Luton. You still got some fans around. Well, uh, I, I, I enjoyed the job, and I enjoyed the people that I worked with, some of them. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Luton was a tip. Luton was a what? Luton was a be- delightful place to work, Leslie. I enjoyed every second of, of um, wandering around there. And you could walk outside your studio, not been mugged? Not been mugged. Um, li- literally just outside the studio. If you, if you went 20 yards away, it got a little bit rougher. But yeah, yeah. Um, we did have someone who, we had at least one person who worked there who got attacked. Did he? Yeah, 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 we did. Young, young they, kept that, they kept that shot, hush, don't they? Well, the, uh, the, the police got involved and he got done, didn't he? He got, he got done, the fellow that did it, yeah. yeah. Oh. And I think in Luton, always a nice place. Leslie, le- there, there is talk, isn't there? And do you remember, it was about a year ago, two years ago, uh-huh. there was um, a load of people around the world, including th- three or four Brits, including two hot girls, right? And they were all, all the girls involved were hot, and most of the men were geeky. Um, uh-huh. There were a hundred people that were going to enter a television competition to be the first people to go to Mars. Do you remember this? And no. it, was a, it was a big thing, right? And it was made by. Do you remember this, Kath? It was a big thing, and it was. There was. I think it was a local person. Um, was that a movie? No, no, no. It was. It was going to be a TV quiz show, right? Oh. And there was, um, uh, there was like a hundred people from around the world, and they were all hot girls or geeky-looking men, right? Uh-huh. And um, the, the thing was, it was going to be a big TV show, and at the end of the TV show, they'd have five people from around the world, uh, they, so they whittle the contestants down from a hundred to five, and the uh-huh. five would go to Mars on a mission to mars and it was big hype and big and everyone was talking about it and these people were being interviewed and this was about 18 months ago and i remember at the time saying nah this will never happen and what a surprise we've not heard from any of those people since now they've either gone to mars i think they went or they've been murdered or no, i don't think they've been murdered i think they went to mars did they actually go to mars did they well i think oh. i think so oh. and and Take a little while um, for them to um, um, return back. I think it's four years to Mars. I think it's four years. Well, I'd rather go to Mars than Mars, this new Mars planet. Might be, Mars might be ten years. Ten years to get so twenty years to get to this other planet. Here's the thing, right? If this planet um, is twenty years away, how can Ian, they tell it'll be good for life? Ian, hello. I'm um, ta- um, talking off Mars, right? Yes. I've worked at um, British. British Aerospace in Steve Ned, yeah? Yes. Right, because I'm a security guard. And I tell you, there's some amazing thing in that... You, that um, which you're probably, you're probably not allowed to tell there. us. You probably signed us an official secrets. Act. No, I signed nothing. Oh, beautiful. Well, then what have you seen? <laughs> right. And I've seen how they built all the satellites that, you know... <laughs> Don't see say this. Like that. The, Rus- the Russians or the, or the Chinese will be racing over to your house now, Leslie. I don't mind as long as they've got a checkbook. 
Well, I, they won't have a checkbook, but they will certainly put um, uh, matchsticks underneath your fingernails, and it, it, they'll put electricals <laughs> on your testicles. <laughs> Try and jumpstart that whole thing. What? Yes. What? Ways of making me talk. Yes, they've got ways of making you talk. Uh, but yeah, yes, as I said, as long as they've got a checkbook. The, w- the way to make you talk is to give you the phone number of a phone-in radio station, and um, you'll be singing like a canary. Leslie, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. 0844 499 This is Talk Radio. Well, 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 well. The show slowly winds to an end. I'm tired tonight, man. Really tired. Really tired. Uh, there's still time to call in. We don't do straight to air. Um during the week we do it on friday so here monday to friday 10 to 1 and the last hour of the show on friday we take calls straight to air uh and next friday next week the 2nd of september september nearly christmas um we are um inviting everybody to come down to the studio and watch us do the show how will it work haven't got a clue we're going to do it from downstairs um where virgin radio um have their sessions hopefully oh i've got to reply to the email i'll do that tomorrow hopefully we'll have the rocking birds here to do a couple of songs they are awesome hopefully we'll have pete heat here who's a brilliant magician um we'll have um well we might yeah well, neil, neil hallen we're recording the day before so we might play that out then and we might play that out the week after um but neil hallen's coming on the show um so that should be good shouldn't it um it i'm not going to tell you the address you'll have to find the address yourself and you'll have to make your own way here and make your own way back, right? We're not responsible for any of that. But if you can find the address, a genuine offer, if you can find the address, um, you can come down between 10 and 1. You can stay for some of it. You can stay for all of it. You can, you know, you can come and go and sit on the floor and um, watch as we do the show from downstairs. How's about that? How's about that, Alan? So if I was in Bumblesley, I won't be able to make it because I've got a fork up for the train fare. Yeah, we go, you see. The, so there, there is a God. But I'll call in as normal. Yeah. Oh, well, the, the, your people, and that's, the people will still be able to call in. So, uh, so that'll be something. Hang on a minute, you've been, you've been on already, Alan. We must have run out of callers to have you on for a second time. And I'm on, and the moon have invaded SoundCloud. Say that again. You know the puns we made? Um, I'm going to say yes. It's on SoundCloud. Oh. Isn't that... Well, there you go. You see, these things... Isn't it funny how technology works? It's almost as if um, we are promoting this show ourselves. Yeah. Um, and Kath gave one on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Dr. Lowe. A new, a new pun. And I said, we're living low lights. Okay. Well, there were, well I, I feel that moment has passed... But, um, but, but thanks for, for uh, trying to recreate it. Hey, Alan, here's a question. We all know that you're a big karaoke man. Oh, yeah. by the way, 0844-499-1000. We call you back, guys. Um, but what do you like to listen to at home? Queen. Huh? I like a bit of Freddie Mercury. Oh, Queen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I never, I never got Freddie Mercury. Uh, taken before his time. Well, yeah, he, uh, as, as a lot of them were, a lot of the pop stars were. Just on my, um, uh, my timeline on Facebook, I, I, I'm reminded of the excellent Harry Nielsen documentary. And I'm also reminded that somebody whose name escapes me, because it's late, 
um, has sent me a load of Harry Nielsen DVDs. And that is what I'm going to do tomorrow, Alan. I'm going to um, go online and pay some bills, and then I'm going to spend the afternoon watching Harry Nielsen DVDs. And, and also, Mickey Dolenz is on the, at the weekend. He's on He's on TVAM, or whatever it's called these oh, it's days. It's called Weekend. Is it called Weekend, is it? Yeah, with Ali Jones. With Ali Jones. Well, didn't want to come on this show. That's fine. That's fair enough. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, well, I will um, catch... I'm sure someone will, will tape it for me. And... Um, uh, other I, recording devices are available. Other recording... But none are as effective as the VHS video recorder, Alan. But no one uses analogue anymore. It's all digital. But some people still use video recorders. No, but, but it's no good if you can't get the analog signal. But you can st- hang on a minute. You can still record TV, not digital TV. What? You can't record the telly from uh, on a VHS. No, that's right. Because when they call the analog signals. What? You can't record on VHS because it's all digital. Because you have to go on your set top box to record it. Oh, flipping it! I, uh, well, well, then uh, in that case, I'm going to um, look into look, getting one. You can you can use your satellite set top box or your cable set top box, or you might use a freeview set top box if you've got built in. I've got a Sky box, right? But we haven't got Sky anymore. We've not had Sky for about a year. Because we didn't really watch that much TV, and uh, we got we get like the um, the the uh, the Basic. internet. We get the internet, through, but no, we don't even get we don't have any Sky package. We had the cheapest Sky package you could get, like twenty one ninety nine, I think it was a month, right? Cheapest package, and then we just thought we don't use it, so we're going to get rid of it, and we got rid of it, right? Boy, oh boy! And, and, and I was stealing myself for the big conversation where they try and tempt you to stay with loads of offers. Yeah. And they didn't. They went, okay, well, thanks a lot for your, your uh, being a customer for so long. Good luck. And that was it. But now, now I get letters all the time from Sky saying, come back, come back to Sky and we'll give you 50% off. Begging Fi- letters. Well, begging letters. And then this fella, right, phoned me up the other day. And he said, um, you used to be a Sky customer. I said, yes, I did. And I, I, I indulged him. I, I decided I was going to talk to him. I said, yes, I did. He said, what would I need to do to get you to come back to Sky? And I said, well, you could give me a million pounds. He said, well, that's not, that's not going to happen. How about we um, give you 50% off? I said, no. Like it said in the begging letter. Yeah. I said, no. He said, how about 50% off and free movies for three months? I went, nah not going to do it. And he, 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 he thought, well, he got a tough one here. He said, right, how about 50% off, free movies for three months, and we give you another box for free for six months to put anywhere in the house. I went, mate, I'm honestly, I'm not interested. We don't watch the telly anymore because it's rubbish and they don't give me enough jobs, so I'm not bothered. So no, thank you very much indeed. And with that, the conversation was ended. But it just goes to show, Alan, if you push them... If you, I used to have, when I was on LBC, oh, I just crushed my testicles. I used to have a VIP box. Do you know what a VIP, I had two VIP boxes. Do you know what the VIP box is? Never heard of them. Or you get, means you got, you can have multi, so I had two, one downstairs and one in the bedroom. All the channels 
for free. All of them for free. Or not the mucky ones. You still have to subscribe to them, which was a, a faff. Um, but all of the channels, all of them, the movies, sports, the all the sports, one, two, three, all the movies, all the sports. Sky One. It's Sky One. Everything for free. Mm, then I left LBC, and literally within a week of me leaving LBC, I got a letter from Sky saying, we hope you enjoyed your VIP package. We're coming next week to take one of the boxes back and turn off all your channels. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, nowadays, you can buy an Amazon Fire Stick. Oh. And get Cody on there. No, you can't. That's you don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. That's not you're not meant to. But but here's the thing, and this is the the rumor I'm going to start because we've been taken over by uh, Murdoch and News Corp. Yeah, uh, which, which is Sky. Which is Sky. All the presenters, and it should just be the presenters. I think to to keep that class difference, all the presenters should get uh, the VIP packages back, shouldn't they? Yeah, it does. They, sh- they don't cost them anything. They don't cost Sky anything. They should, yeah. let, they should let us have that. Murdoch should be paying for it. Murdoch should be... You're right, Murdoch should be paying for it. And instead of toilet paper, we should have fivers. Yeah, or tenors. No, no let's not be greedy, Alan. No, I mean, tenors for the execs. Yeah, tenors for the execs. Five, I mean, even if it's the to- toilet paper's made of fivers, that's still, that's still, you know, 25, 30 quid a dump. Sounds promising. Doesn't it, doesn't it sound promising? You see, thing, things are on the up. We thought it was a negative. It could be a positive. Uh, dear listener, that's it. It's your lot. We mentioned um, uh, the Beach Boys' L.A. album, Light Album. Uh, and this is another cracking song from it that may or may not play all the way through. Let us see. Ta-ta. Closer together. 
Entertainment across the nation. Talk radio. Give it some lift.